Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. All right, welcome in Tuesday here. As, let's see, Farron is at practice today, right? Yes, he's down at uh, the Novacare Complex watching a parade of players walk to the injury tent, apparently. What do you mean? Well, you know, I keep following the Twitter feeds of John McMullen, and he updates it every time a player walks to the tent and then from the tent into the complex, like Andre Dillard did a few minutes ago and a couple of other guys that I've hardly ever heard of. Oh, well, look, if somebody that you haven't heard of is hurt, then I can't really say that it's a problem for you. It's a problem for the player. Right, right. But it's not a problem for us. No, I never. I don't have any problems. Okay, good. You've got 99 problems and no. injuries aren't one? Is that exactly right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, I got no problems. All right. Uh, fair enough. I, I did not realize that guys were flying and dropping like, I guess, flies would be the better place to put it. Now, you clearly were not locked in to the 95-73 debacle of the Sixers-Mavericks game on, uh, what, last night's Sunday? No, it was yesterday afternoon, late afternoon, afternoon, I believe that started around Monday 4 o'clock. Okay. Yeah. No, I was not locked in on that. I don't even know. Where do you watch this? I don't know. Maybe NBA TV, I, w- I would guess. Yeah, Maybe ESPN might uh, throw them up there, too. You think they're carrying that? They're probably carrying some of them. Now, what's the over-under on how many innings you're going to watch tonight? Um. Well... Um, I will watch until Aaron Nola leaves the game. I can guarantee you that. Well, that's when it's going to get exciting. <laughs> exciting? Yes. What, what? Watching slop bullpen arms come in and give up dingers? That's yes. exciting? I like to see the ball fly. Oh, right? okay. So, no, I, I think that there are – we have to place some sort of wager in here that's going to keep us throughout this game. Keep us invested. Correct. Otherwise, I think it's easy to bail. Now, totals, that's easy stuff. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, run line, all that. I need something that is going to pay out as well as keep me invested, to your point, because I think it's an accurate one, beyond 
the whole scope of like, you know, the money line or the total, mm-hmm. even to commit an error or something like that, where I can root for it to happen without the score. I, I don't care about tonight from a fandom standpoint so much as I care about a way that I can make a bet, stay invested. Mm-hmm. And then if the Phillies win, that's a bonus. Well, the Phillies are plus 140 at DraftKings right now, and the total sits at eight and a half. Okay. Uh, juiced uh minus 115 to the over okay okay so that's the that's the latest juice to the over at nine well at eight and a half and the over is minus 115 eight and a half does seem a little low doesn't it i mean aaron nola is not out by any means well he's good against the dodgers dodgers are pretty good on the road though aren't they well, yeah, they're a good team, period. But, I mean, he's 2-0 and a career against the Dodgers with a pretty good ERA and in four starts. I just looked it up. Now, Scherzer, on the other hand, on the other hand, is also dominant against yeah. the Phillies. All right, so maybe this is a, a total slash first five. First five I like. I can commit to first five. Well, yeah, you'll be locked into both starting pitchers and the likelihood that either gets pulled. Yeah. All right, so what do you have first five? Maybe we can work around that. Um, let me let me check. First five innings. By the way, last night was a zero night in sports, man. Was it? I I was missing something last night. Hey, man. Uh, my, I, gotta tell you, I turned a quarter into a hundred dollars last night. A quarter, like twenty five yeah. cents. Twenty five cents into a hundred dollars. Now, how did you do that? All right, so what I did is I took my uh, the site that I'm at, Awesomeo, right, and I took yeah. all of their tennis projections and i took that and i compared it to pinnacle and Mm -hmm. the tight the sharpest of lines for an upset and what i did is i said all right well awesome was telling everybody to run with uh nick kirigi how do how do you pronounce his last name i have no idea right the greek fella who's really good at tennis okay and he's also a little bit of a nutcase right so awesome was telling everybody to roll there well i look at pinnacle and it was pretty much uh, you know, wasn't a a huge dog, this guy, Opelka, who wound up beating. So I went five, like just in golf, where it's five of six who made the cut. Okay. I went five of six to win their matches. And the only one I had was like this ridiculous, uh, almost, dare I say, corrupt underdog who won. But uh, finished sixth place in the tournament, Harry. Nice, nice. And, uh, you know, made made that 25 cents and then some back. But wow. look, Good let, for me, you. let me add this. I did not watch a lick. A lick of tennis. Good. I'm not saying that I did. No, I didn't watch any sports last night. Oh, no, actually, I did. I got crushed. See, this is what happens. Your fandom prevailed last night. My betting got me in trouble, not because I lost two bets, but because I was stuck watching meaningless baseball. Hmm. And unlike you, I think I have regrets about how I spent my night last night. Would you watch White Sox Twins? Well, I had, okay, so this is what I had. I had the White Sox twins, but I had uh, Chicago. I busted them down to minus one. That was over right away. Yeah, right? They, they rolled. Yeah, right away yeah. That, that was over. But unfortunately, I had the Royals. Oh, against the Yankees. Had the Royals plus one. The push was there, and then these idiots tied up in the ninth and fourth extras. I know. Joke. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts I'm angry. Dodgers are minus 155, first five. And Harry Mays. 
All right, so we are live right now. Barrett Brooks will join us coming up uh, at some point in the second hour, but Kevin Cooney in hour one. Yes. And I'm excited to chat with Kevin. Me too. He's he's great, and he's great, especially on the Phillies. He's great on everything, but right now it's Philly season, and I know he is he is more than knee-deep uh, in Philly's uh, discussion, so we'll talk about the Phils with him. And then at noon, our other buddy, our other Kevin buddy, Kincaid, now, what's he doing that we needed to talk to him about? Well, you know, he's always on the cusp of, uh, you know, the bag wars. We got to discuss that, <laughs> you know, radio wars. Uh, maybe there's some, oh, messy changed uh, addresses. So I know he's very concerned about that. Yeah, because I'm sure he, he wanted to lure him to Philadelphia. <laughs> oh, my God. Do we need to ask him who's got a better chance of playing here, Messi or Dame Lillard? Is this, do we need 6 1 oh, That's a poll yes. question. That's I think we can put good that up there. Too. Absolutely freaking. Well, yeah. Also, with this Ben Simmons stuff now that that is gaining steam, that Ben Simmons, you know, doesn't talk to anybody with the with the Sixers Come and on. is not going to report to training camp. Pos Kendrick Perkins, I believe, said this uh, yesterday on the jump. Were you not watching the no, jump? I do. First off, I do not watch the jump. Secondly, uh, what the hell? Kendrick Perkins all of a sudden knows what's going on here in this situation. Well, he's got ties to players. Yeah, right. So do the people who cover the team. <laughs> I mean, come on. This, this is all of a sudden, like, look at the two latest reports surrounding the Philadelphia 76ers. Is that Simmons has gone from, yes, complicit in the conversation. Or, that's probably a bad word, but involved. He has clutch sports involved and actively involved in pushing for a trade to mm -hmm. now not talking to anybody back here. Right. And then on top of that, I'm supposed to believe that Joel Embiid is constantly called. Hey, 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 man. Yeah. Are He's you not there? returning Are you his there? Uh, texts either. Get out of here. He's Joel ghosting Embiid. Joel Embiid. Embiid's skin is way too thick for that type of I could see the opposite. I could see Simmons trying to reach out to Joel. Oh, who the hell is this? Get out of here. Not bad, right? I heard comments of Embiid this morning. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's pretty good. We should get Joe on. We well, should. I guess we can't. Why not? Here the network. Well, yeah, you're right. We're not live locally on the radio here. We Why get, not? Yeah, we should get Conklin on. Should we send him a DM? <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> you know what we should do is we should have him come on, but not like himself as the video. You know mm -hmm. how they do that? Not the pixelated stuff, because I don't think we have the technology to do it, but we darken the room or something, so it's just a silhouette. Oh, yeah. Right? So we can still see his gesticulations as right. he's moving around. Like they would do on, like, 60 Minutes when they right. have a guest on that didn't want to be outed, you know, exactly. visually. But Oh, yeah, that'd be good. Wasn't that disturbing the first time you heard a woman that his her voice was, like, alt? You know, I'd like to <laughs> say. <laughs> yes, yeah, oh, yeah. Like, whoa, whoa, I'm not ready for this. I know. Well, yes, I'd like to say. Remember, we're talking about Lou Diamond Phillips. That's that's the bad how the bad guy sounds. If anybody's ever seen the first power, that old movie I was telling you about, he sounds like that. Like the voice, I'd like to take you down. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know. All right, we got the, the last tennis bets I'll ever place. You ready? The last one. I'm sweating them out right now. No, I jumped right back into DFS uh, tennis today. I got, I'm rolling, bro. I'm rolling. I'm telling you, man, I'm rolling. Wow. Sky Dodge, Dodgers minus one fifty five first five. Four and a half is the under 
I don't know if I want to take a team. I think I want to take the total. I think I want to go over. It's juice to the under. Yeah, I was going to say, I think I'm going to do that. All right, let's look at this here. Boy. You know, the Dodgers right now, let's just look at where L.A. is really quick because, you know, I hear like, you know, people say, oh, I hear my mom talking. I hear my dad talking. They may not even be passed, but just like in your head, the, the person of reason, right? Mm-hmm. Like I can hear, you know, the PGF or somebody sharp that we know. Dodgers have not been great as of late, but the schedule has not been necessarily favorable to them. Now, they have turned things around recently. If you look at what they've done over the last five or six as compared to their last 10. Mm. You know, that series against the Giants was not great. I don't know. Trey Turner, Max Muncie, both starting tonight, right? This is a full lineup tonight for the Dodgers, what we're led to believe. Okay. I don't think anybody's out for the Philly. Is Reese still out? Not sure. That's the one to look at, right? Boy, I tell you, this this game, man. I would buy I would buy a run. On the Dodgers at this point, wouldn't you? Play the push. What do you mean, play the push? So. This is the middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Park Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Okay, so the, this is what I'm looking at tonight. Kevin Cooney's going to join us. Now, do you think Kevin has some sort of let... He's been on the morning show on one of our radio stations here in Philadelphia so often that oh, the yeah. introduces him, and it's like... Kevin Cooney. I'm telling you, it's like, yeah. what's that Buffer guy? Michael Buffer? Michael Buffer. And now, but yes. it's in, in his voice, right? <laughs> oh, now we got. So I wonder, does he expect that everywhere he goes? I don't think so. No, I, he I, no, he doesn't strike me as a man with a huge ego. No, I think he's I, a very no, humble no. man, right? And I don't think Kevin Cooney would ever say anything to the host where it's like, "Hey, man," it, not even after the fact. "Hey, mm-hmm. man," what, what kind of introduction was that? Yeah, was but I just wonder if the top. I mean, come on, man! If every single day we introduced you as Long time radio legend, Philadelphia radio pipe <laughs> hall of famer, Harry Mays oh, is in the house. It's embarrassing. And then you went on to another show and you're like, oh, here's Harry Mays. Don't yeah, you, right. You feel a little let down, like natural letdown? No, I'd feel more comfortable, actually. Maybe that's just you. Yes, <laughs> that is just me. You're a bad example to do this exercise with. <laughs> that's it. All right. Now, what do we do here? Uh, this is what I'm looking at tonight. All right. Um, I don't mind the juice. I understand I'm going to lay a little juice here, but buying a run on the Dodgers is not terrible. They, again, where they are right now, the talent that they have, I know they're technically not a first place team, but pretty much everywhere else they are. And that gap is not insurmountable by any means. So these are the two bets I'm looking at and they're conflicting. So I, I don't know what you like better, Harry. Laying the one. Now, you have the bottom half of the ninth where, again, even with the Phillies making a comeback, 
you still have either like last night, the Yankees minus one was the play because even when they tie it up, Kansas city, you push to extras and now you start with a man on second. So mm-hmm. I feel like the road team, and, and again, you have to be a good team. This is not just a piece of crap team we're talking about, but the road Dodgers minus one at minus 130 or have it, 133, and depending on, on where you have it. I don't hate that. The other bet I would look at would be playing the same scenario where at least you have a cushion, and that's what I did last night with KC where I got burned, which is the Phillies plus one at plus 110. So I'm going to eliminate this hook. I don't want the one and a half on either side of it. I don't mind paying up a little bit for the Dodgers, who are the better team, laying only one run on the road versus the Phillies, who we know at least have the bats to come back in the bottom of the ninth. Even if that comes up short, I have a cushion of a run. Your thoughts? Okay. Well, I'm I'm just going to take Phillies plus 135 for first five. Hmm. Just on the money line? Yeah, first five, plus one thirty-five. I'll just ride with that. Well, why not just roll something deep? I mean, you think the Phillies are going to blow a lead? If Aaron Nola has the lead, they probably won't take him out, right? Because I'm only interested in when Aaron Nola's in the game. Okay? Well, that's what I'm saying. So I, I think you could stretch this, right? Like I think you could stretch this even more so, to where the Phillies, like you could double that. Because if the Phillies win the first five, Aaron Nola is still in the game after five. He's not going to get pulled. That's my point. Yeah, I, I get that. But that doesn't mean he lasts into the eighth. No, I get that as well. You know, it's not like a Wheeler performance on Sunday. I'm not expecting anything like that. Not against this team. All right. So the Mets can't already, hit. You're already, you're right. The Mets, uh, the Mets are the last team you want to use as a barometer right. for what should happen tonight. Now, here's what I would say. If you're if you're going to do that, then I would add in as well. And let's see what this is, because you're not going to be able to unless you can same game parlay this. Are you on DK still? Uh, well, I'm on uh, one that shows a various books. The only one that's showing a first five, though, is William Hill right now and Caesars. Well, that's the same, isn't it? Now? Yeah, I believe so. Ooh. Yeah. So you can't even get I thought you had DK first five. No, DK's got nothing listed here. That's interesting. Fox doesn't either. Mm-hmm. Twin Spires, I'm looking around here. Now, I can get you a sharp line on uh, Russian ping pong, but I, no, I, no, I don't no. want to wait on that. I'm out on that. So the Phillies are plus 140 overall. Hmm. Plus now, 135 for first five. 135 first five. Yeah. So here's what I would do. If you're going to do that, plus 135 for first five, I'd also take them at plus one and a half minus 120, and you're going to win both of those bets. Mm, Okay. Yeah, I could roll with that. All right. See? Now, again, I'm looking for the in-game, same-game parlay, right? Mm Mm-hmm. You don't like the total at all? Because I think we both like the the sight of the Phillies winning this. Again, do the Phillies win a high-scoring game? Probably not. No. Do they win a low-scoring game? Yes. Phillies under eight and a half is plus 320. I feel like if you're going to make, all right, so these are the three bets. You have it. We just put together three right here. We got three. Yeah. Phillies money line first half. Phillies plus one and a half to win the game. Right. Including extras. That's key to let people know. This includes extras. 
And then overall, I think if you're going to take the Phillies first five, if you're going to take the Phillies plus one and a half to ensure that cushion when the bullpen uh, gets a little shaky, mm-hmm. I think you roll under eight and a half. The damage. Like okay, there we go. So yeah. That, now, what does that come to if you put it all together? I uh, know you can't. Oh, you can't. No, right. because, well, first off, I don't have, like you said, I don't have that first five. Oh, no, wait. Here I do. Plus 135. I can't same game parlay that. Maybe FanDuel would allow me to. Well, so, I tell there's, you, so there's no round robin available for this. No, because it's all the same game. Yeah. So it's the same reason. Like I wanted to parlay Zach Wheeler winning the Cy Young, Bryce Harper winning the MVP, and the Phillies winning the NL East. Hmm. But even that, I I couldn't do. Now, did you see this came from our buddy Jimmy? But did you see this? Our buddy Jimmy. Jimmy Shapiro. Oh, okay who handles a lot now for bet online, right? Right. Let me see, by the way, if FanDuel allows... global market. Global market, correct. If FanDuel is going to allow a same-game parlay on this, because I... I, Oh, here we go. Okay. We're going to have some fun with this in a second. By the way, Phillies, we said plus one and a half, right? Mm -hmm. That's minus 122 at FanDuel. So you're gaining eight points of value right there. The first half result, we said Phillies plus 180 here. Now, the draw is in play. Well, that's why, because the draw is in play. Oh. So do you like that? Do you like that? Yes. Okay, you're going to have to roll with that. And then we said, finally, the total, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Under eight and a half. How about an alternate total? Is there uh, (laughs) you okay with that? Going seven and a half? Well, I mean, look, we can go seven and a half or we can go six and a half. You're going to lay juice here, but we're running an in-game parlay anyway, right? Six and a half is a little low, isn't it? I could see this for a 4-3 game very easily. 5-2, 4-3. So you don't even like seven or and a half? No, seven and a half I could see. Okay. Now, it's not letting me combine the Phillies plus one and a half on this. So if I take that out... Mm. I can get the Phillies first half over six and a half, over seven and a half at plus 300. Plus 300? That's the in-game, same-game parlay with the Phillies winning the first half over six and a half, over seven and a half. Hmm. Oh, so you're taking the overs. All right. Why, do you plus like the unders? Yeah, no, but it's that I thought we were all on agreement on an under, but now with oh, that, right. that plus 300 is pretty good. Well, hold on. We can manipulate that. Hold on a second. Do you want to go under? All right. We can go under 10 and a half and nine and a half. How about that? Oh, yeah. Now that's good. Gets a little cushion. Plus 310 right there. So Philly Scherzer has 195 strikeouts against the Phillies in his career in 24 appearances. They like to swing the bat here, too. So And and a whip of under one. Yeah, I I like (laughs) jumping this up. Now, this would be total contrarian here. If this thing ends at like 11 runs then everybody's going to lose. So I'm mm-hmm. okay with that. That's there it is. Philly's first half. First, I wonder why I can't put that run line in there. That's disappointing. We might as well just run the Phillies as a whole then, right? Or do you not trust them being able to hold on the lead and win this game tonight? No, I don't. Why should I? Maybe I can get just a little greedy. Yeah. If I add the Phillies to win the game, then it's at plus 419. Oh, wow. Come on. No, 300's good enough for me. Yeah. Yeah. Not the movie 300, huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, 310, by the way. That's what we got. Okay. That's pretty so, good. Bryce Harper was off the board a week ago from yesterday, August 2nd. 
You couldn't even get him on the board. At MVP? Yep. Yep. He's at what, plus 250 now, something like that, 275? Yeah, and I, I went looking through all the National League stuff today for Bryce Harper. You know, he's seventh in the NL in batting average, which he's got a very nice average. He's 14th in the NL in runs scored, 26th in hits, 49th in RBIs. Right. There are four uh, There are four Phillies players ahead of him in RBIs, including Bohm, by the way. In doubles, he's ninth. Home runs, 17th. And walks is his best category where he's sixth in the NL. Now, how does that add up to an MVP to, to because his yeah. on-base plus slugging is right there at the top. Okay, that's one category. Yeah, but that category is, and I'm not defending the full-on application of analytics versus not, because that's going to be what it's going to take it into. That is, that's taking your on-base percentage, which factors in how you get on base, simply getting on base, and adds your slugging percentage. Mm-hmm. So that's, it's, a lot of analytics is basically taking multiple different stats and combining them into one. Mm-hmm. So it's an easy way to refer to somebody. Okay. Right. Now, if you wanted to extrapolate as you did, I think you're right. Individually, you look at, but let's look at other guys who are at the top there. I mean, I, I mean, Trey Turner, Max Muncie, right? Like Freddie so, Freeman. Right. You know, you look, you look at him. I think he's more of an MVP right now. Now, it depends what happens. If Harper keeps on this tear and carries the Phillies to an NL East crown, okay. But, you know, he's going to have to improve in a bunch of these categories to me, for me, if I had a vote to give it to him. Yeah. I mean, what if if the Braves – I mean, the Braves are kind of the team that has taken over the Mets now too. So, you know, Freddie Freeman could find find his way in there. Yeah, I I think that's where – this is all predicated on who you have winning the division. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to place a wager on the Braves to win the division, then you better put money on Freddie Freeman to win the MVP. Just like we talked about last Friday with Bob Wankel and the Philadelphia Phillies, that was just winning the series. Same thing applies now for them winning the division. There's no Mm -hmm. way Bryce Harper wins the MVP if they don't win the division. Correct, because then they're going to miss the playoffs. Exactly right. And I make the same argument with Freddie Freeman. Freddie right, Freeman right. is winning the MVP. Right. Yeah, there's no wild card coming out of the East. No. Not no. with what's going on out West. Which, again, is probably going to, uh, I think, have an impact on either one of these guys, both of these guys mm-hmm. winning it when it's all said and done, where they look at this team and say, yeah, you guys won. You were the best slop of the slop. You know, something along those lines. Oh, we're going to break now on the network. We'll be back on the Jacob Media YouTube page with Kevin Cooney. So hang tight. All right. It is the middle on the Jacob Media YouTube page. Make sure you like, you share to the world, and are subscribed to the show page. We're live and local from the Fritz and Bean Cooley Law Studio. If you know someone who suffered a personal injury, contact Brian Fritz directly. And the middle is sponsored by Pure Bull Beef Jerky. Get yours now. Go to steersnacks.com. We are back in oh, hold on ron culver hold on let me get let me get it up here we're back in three across the board i get scared sometimes of a lot of things joining in decisions the dark the dark but i once heard someone say but as i always say it's okay to be afraid as long as you face the fear and keep moving forward 
Wherever you are in life, count on the name trusted in insurance for over 80 years. Independence Blue Cross. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Welcome to the Wildwoods, the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave, take a nap, go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation, and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods. Your vacation, your way. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. This is a key. It's a family tree. It's a pair of wings. It's a secret handshake. And a ticket to anywhere in the world. It's more than a uniform. It's the door to a world most people only dream of. There's strong, and then there's Army strong. Try it on at GoArmy.com. The Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. And right away, look at that. We are joined by <laughs> Kevin Coon. And it's always a pleasure, Kevin. We appreciate you popping on. And it's great to see you as well as hear you. Wow, that's Working a rare the beat thing podcast. To Working the beat, yeah. buddy. Yeah, we're going to tell everybody. Uh, now, we, we were curious, right, because now, first off, you can follow Kevin on Twitter at Kevin Cooney, as Harry mentioned, working the beat. But you can see him on the AP, Philly Voice, covering baseball first and foremost and anything else I'm sure he can squeeze in. Now, here's what we were asking earlier, because, uh, you know, you are one of the best guys we know. You are as humble as it gets. You're just a great dude all around. But. You're also a human being. So you, know, you go on a show where the host builds up everybody, including you. Kevin Cooney is joined, and there's this huge, 
Do you ever feel this letdown when you come on a show like ours? And we're like, hey, Kev, how you doing, man? Good to see you. First of all, you need a little more Rhode Island in that accent. Uh, second, uh, I, I texted this to Harry because I heard you guys talking about it yes. earlier. And and yes. whenever I'm done with Angelo, I'll say his name, Angelo. Oh, and, no, we, we know, talk about him all the time. Okay. Uh, and when we, whenever I get off the phone after the big buildup and I do my segment, my wife usually calls me a moron <laughs> at some point. So that's – Brings you right back part. down. It brings me right back down and goes, okay, moron, take out the trash or something. You know, Right, so, right. Yeah. It, no, it, it, look, it, you know, it, I, I'm, I'm a sports writer. I'm not exactly a chemist or a, or a doctor or a cop. So anything I get, I, I keep in the proper perspective that – you know, nine nine hundred other people probably could be doing this as well. So. <laughs> right, well nine hundred for you, nine thousand for what we do, Harry and I. So. Exactly. That's true. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. Let's keep the the Phillies in perspective because they've had a couple of a uh, <laughs> couple of good games, eight in a row. They got their biggest game of the year starting tonight with uh, Nola on the mound against Scherzer. How good is this team to this point in your view? Well, I think we should one give them a, a a round of applause that they've delayed Eagles talk for another week in a lot of ways in this town. Um, it's a good point. Look, I, you know what that I means? Mean, yeah. Do you I want mean, to trade Jalen Hurts? <laughs> ow! 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 Sorry, I, so, Kev, I, I'm sorry. Last one, I couldn't resist. I apologize. No, no, that's okay. And that was a better Rhode Island accent. Um, no, look, I, 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 they are not as good as they appear now. And they were never really as bad as they appeared two weeks ago. Uh, they're flawed. You know, they're like every other team in this division. They are flawed with poor defense, questionable bullpen, inconsistent lineup. I think the one thing, Harry, that I, I look at out of this run is they're doing this, though, without McCutcheon, mm -hmm. uh, without Gregorius for long periods of it, without Hoskins for long periods of it. And you're getting the Tereuses and the Jankowskis and all these guys who are playing little roles in all of this coming up. Uh, and you're also doing it without – it's important to note, they got Freddie Galvis for a yeah. reason, and they haven't even been able to really use him yet, presumably to replace whatever that is at third base with Alec Bohm uh, defensively. So I, I think you're at a point right now where – they are good enough if they survive the next two weeks. The next two weeks are going to be rough because yeah. you have the Dodgers, you have the Reds who are pretty good. Nobody mm -hmm. sees the Reds in this town. The Reds are pretty good. Then you go to San Diego as part of that road trip. Yeah. And then you Arizona's get Tampa Bay. Mixed in there. And then that Tampa Arizona's Bay, yeah. mixed in. And then Tampa Bay. If you survive this stretch, then you're in really good shape, I think, going forward because the schedule does ease up a lot when you get into uh, September and you have a lot of, you know, you have the Pirates, you have the Diamondbacks, you have uh, the Orioles. Orioles, there. yeah. Yeah, and, and the rest of the division teams that. All know, on the, the road, Sunday. though. They're all on the road, that, the division that teams is, that in is, September. That's crazy. Yeah, that was the, that was the, that was kind of the funky thing in looking at their schedule, that they're done with all their division games at home. And Harry, you got, I heard you guys talking about Scherzer and Nola tonight. Yeah. This is a rare occasion. This is going to be Max Scherzer's fourth start at Citizens Bank Park this year. And mm. that never happens because a, a guy normally never has that opportunity. You you play your division rivals three times at home in a year. You usually don't get the same starting pitchers in that, uh, you know, three different series. And now you get him traded, so you have him for a fourth time, and he's been great at Citizens Bank Park. Yeah. He's throwing, I think, to a 170 RA. 
Um, it's this is a big testing point for this team tonight. I really believe that. I'm just curious to go back to something, and it's more of a big picture question than right now specifically heading into tonight, although it does factor in. How bad is this team defensively? I've covered this team twenty, almost 20 years. This is by far the worst, and it's one of the still. worst I've ever seen. Yeah, still. Uh, because and, and, and factoring the normal lineup in there. Um, Gregorius is awful. Uh, you know, Bohm is <laughs> Bohm is a disaster. Mm-hmm. Hoskins is not good at first. He he's been adequate. He's not been great. Um, and two of your three outfield spots, you have serious questions over. So uh, you know, and that includes Harper. By the way, Harper defensively this year has taken a big step backwards. You know, if you remember the series in Pittsburgh before this all began, before we start hearing MVP talk. Um, Bryce Harper did not look good. He had the back issue and everything. He misplayed a couple fly balls. You know, they they have they have given a lot of outs away. And with this pitching staff, you can't afford that. I if I believe at some point, if they fall short, it will be the defense is why they fall short. And they got Gibson going tomorrow night against Price, and he was one of their uh, moves at the deadline. Overall, what did you what did you think of what they did at the deadline? Did you agree with the buy buying versus selling, and did you like who they got? Well, Harry, I think if you look at it, they they really couldn't sell at that point because they were close enough. The the, the Mets had let them hang around long enough that you couldn't justify a sale, and they don't have a minor league system that allowed them to go play for in the big pool. Mm -hmm. Uh, Bryant and Kimbrell and all those guys. Um, So to me, I I liked what Dombrowski did because it was targeted. Gibson is a good pitcher. He's not an ace. He's a number three, number four guy. But it's a targeted move. And those are the type of deals. And, 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 you know, Harry, we've talked about this in the past. That's what Pat Gillick was so good at. And I think that's the big difference you're seeing between Dombrowski and Klintak. Kevin, real quick, we're going to break on the network. We're still going to be live at the Jacob Media YouTube page. Just hold tight. We'll we'll be back in three on Sports Map Radio. Kevin Cooney is hanging out with us. We have a lot more of the Phillies, this huge series. We also have this call from Cricket that Ron sent us this hour. So don't go anywhere on Jake Asman's last day on Sports Map Radio. All right, Kev, go ahead, sir. No, no. I think that's the difference. I mean, the difference is that you saw the little moves. You know, Ian Kennedy's a, a good, a better option, a closer. Gibson was a better option in their in their rotation. The Galvis move could be pretty important going forward. Those type of moves are the ones that Clintac was not able to be successful on. That's fair. Yeah. Now, we tonight we were talking about a couple of different angles, right? And <laughs> I, I think what we've come down to is that the Phillies can win the first five that this is probably going to be a lower scoring game than not. And I don't know. I'm torn as far as who wins the game, especially because of the bullpen and the defense. But I feel like, to Harry's point, with Nola and Scherzer on the mound, it should be it should be a low-scoring first half of the game where maybe it's a one nothing or 2-1 Phillies lead. Can if you, you get out of the first inning without a, a bunch without of runs. Damage, yeah, right. yeah. Uh, well, let's let's start with the obvious. This is a, this is the biggest start of Aaron Nola's built Phillies career to this point. Um, That's a huge and, statement that yeah. I I agree one hundred percent with. Because 
of all the starting pitching performances that we've seen in this streak, he turned in the worst one. That 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 Thursday afternoon game in Washington was arguably the worst by a Philly starting pitcher. You know, obviously except for the bullpen game uh, on Saturday, and even you know if you count the bullpen game, I shouldn't even say that um, in this stretch. And Nola's reputation, fair or not, has been not great in big moments, not great in September or pennant race situations, and you're going up against Scherzer. So you need him to have a really strong outing. Now, Girardi probably will go to the bullpen a little earlier than normal you would normally expect in a NOLA game because his guys have been rested for two straight days because obviously Wheeler took up the, the big part of the load on, on Sunday. What a performance um, that was, huh? That, that was unbelievable. Huh. Uh, so if you want to look at it, I think there's a lot of pressure on Aaron Nola and – Scherzer's history in Philly is always pretty good. I, I, I would I would tend to favor the, the Dodgers on a night like tonight just because the Phillies are due to lose a game like this. They just really are. Um, you know, they that doesn't mean they're going to lose the series. That doesn't mean that their momentum is totally broken, but this just feels like a good spot for the Dodgers tonight. Yeah, man, I'm telling you, I'd rather lay the one run with the Dodgers than get – the one run with the Phillies, if that makes sense. From from yeah, a standpoint, right? Uh, oh, you know what? I set you up, and now we're going to be back in 10 seconds. Just give me a sure. second. <laughs> Not it. a problem. That's my fault. In the name. Here we go. This is The Middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Well, Kevin Cooney still hanging with us in the house as we are getting ready for, and I'll just rip it right from what he just said in the break, Aaron Nola's biggest start of his Philadelphia Phillies career. I imagine that's the biggest start of his career. I mean, I, I don't know. Was there a start before he got here that made or broke whether or not he would be in the majors. Maybe that would be what, a at LSU. We are going back yeah. to high school. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, maybe he and Ben Simmons had some tape back at LSU. some hidden gem tape. That's going to come out at some point. I don't know. I'm asking Harry. That's all. You know, you know, it's funny. I, I actually, now that you mentioned the LSU connection, boy, they're awful similar in a lot of ways. Like, uh -oh. they, you're not going to go Simmons and Nola. Are you? Oh, I like this. I mean, they're both they both don't say anything if you think about it mm -hmm. okay and they both have been built to this level and they both to be honest i don't think have have done anything to really warrant the level they've reached so to me they're a little bit of the, i don't want to say the same guy cuz Aaron Noll is a lot more humble than Ben Simmons mm -hmm. uh, but in a lot of ways their performances are not that dissimilar Wait a no. second. So is, I'm sorry, Harry, but is, is there any truth to the rumor that Aaron Nola spends about six or seven hours a day throwing a knuckle curve, but <laughs> refuses to do it when Joe Girardi and Clentac have asked in the past? And, and, and true story, Eitan, he's really a left-hander, but he just does it right-handed. <laughs> right. And oh. Nobody quite knows. He doesn't uh, have no, any I, connection to the Kardashians, does he, that we know of? Nola. He bought, us, 
he bought a $20 million house in, in Santa Monica, and uh, he's dating a British uh, talk show host. I don't know. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, no, I mean, no. Get back in the gym, Aaron. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just walked. I led you right into that. Yep. Time. That's all. That's um, his fault. That is my fault. Yeah. No, I mean, look, it, it, he's the type of guy. Wheeler has established himself as number one, and that's I fine. I love and, it. And – you know the question becomes: Well, what is he then? Is he a, is he a true number two? I'm not sure he's performed to that level either. And if that's the case, then if you're the Phillies, and I think it's a question for the off season, you know, he's got two years left on his deal. He's fairly affordable. Will teams want to trade for him in the off season? And will that return be able to kickstart maybe a minor league system that needs repair or get you some? some pieces that you're going to need moving forward. I think the one thing that's going to be interesting, and this is this is a big picture thing going forward, Aton and Harry. I, I think the one thing that's going to be interesting is to see how Dombrowski looks at this team in the offseason because they're going to have some payroll coming off the books. McCutcheon's coming off the books. Um, you know, they're going to lose the Herrera contract. They have a lot of holes to fill. But they do have some pieces that will be interesting if you decide to think outside the box. Bohm would be one, Hoskins another, Nola would be another. That if they want to move on and, and try to rebuild, they could maybe do it a little bit in the offseason on the fly. Kevin, if the Phillies win the NL East, uh, is Harper the MVP, even though as it stands right now, he's not even number one in several major categories on his own team? Yeah, he would be. One, let's also put the caveat in there. You know, no Acuna, no right. Tatis. Mm-hmm. The field's been watered down. Uh, but that helps. You know, oh, it does. And, and, <laughs> and I think that, that normally we wouldn't be having this conversation about him, especially with the RBI numbers. And I heard you mention that, Harry, earlier on. Um, you know, the fact that a lot of his home runs are solos. Um, he probably should be driving in more runs at this point. Uh, but what he's done since July 1st has been off the charts good. He's helped revive a franchise that has been decimated and, and down. And if he ends up beating the Braves out, there's no other – you look at the other division leaders. Um, you know, do the, do the Giants have anybody that strikes you as an MVP? Not really. Do the, do the Dodgers have anybody right now that you would say is healthy enough to be an MVP? Probably not. Um, the Brewers the same way. So naturally, I think the the idea is going to be that the attention is going to flow to him or Freddie Freeman at the Braves. End yeah. Of and those are the two teams left in this. I, right. I I think in the next two weeks, you're going to see the Mets totally fall out of the race with all the games against the Dodgers and Giants they have coming up. Right. Yes. Gabe Kapler's not eligible for MVP, is he? Uh, no, he's not, year, though, right? but it's outstanding. <laughs> is he going to win manager of the year or no, right? Uh, he's going to run away with it. Yeah. 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 He's going to run away with it. Now you, and, 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 and rightfully so. Rightfully so. I mean, that's not a great team. No. You look at their lineup. I don't know how they're winning. <laughs> you didn't have a great team here, though, right? So what's the difference? And I'm sure there is a significant difference, probably more outside of Gabe than inside of Gabe. I'm just curious. Um, Maybe him maturing as a manager, not thinking he has to be the smartest guy in the room. Um. Maybe it's the oversight he has from his front office. Um, you know, I, I think Gabe may have had a little bit. I'll give Gabe this. Guys tended to play for Gabe um, 
for the most part, you know, until their talent kind of gave out. I do think he has a better roster now in San Francisco than he ever had here, but they're not as good as the Dodgers and they're not as good as the Padres. And that's what makes this kind of head scratching at there yeah. at this point. And that's 30 games over 500. Yeah. In, but in you know what? But you know what? Hey, Harry. Yeah. A- a- anytime. Would it stun you if they got B in the first round? No, it wouldn't. No, no, absolutely not. No. But they're a plus one thirty in run differential. I mean, too. I mean, think about think about this. They could end up playing the Dodgers or the Padres in the first round of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. would venture to guess in the in in a five game series, either one of the wild card teams would be favored over. Them. Yes, and I would take you the either one of the wild card teams. Yeah, Dodgers. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I don't know if I'm convinced San Diego, but I know they score a ton of runs as well. Here's the thing, I, though. I mean, they're not. They're are they getting beat by Milwaukee or whoever the hell survived the slop in the no, East? They, they could get by. Well, Cincinnati, I, I think, is definitely a conversation because they can they can turn it on. But so can Milwaukee, right? I, I would say Milwaukee has a shot. Now, remember, uh, you know, in the first round, now the way the playoffs are set up. You always the the top seed will always play the wild card team. It used mm-hmm. to be they avoided division rematches. Now, so they're probably going to end up playing one of their teams in that division because they're going to win home field, I would imagine through right through but, the National League playoffs. But if the Giants won that matchup, then they'd play the Phillies. If the Phillies won the NL, probably. you know that's deep down. That's what I'm really hoping for. Yeah, I know. You I, are. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm I'm all for the chaos. Yes. Um, well, if you I, want I, chaos, then you'd root for Kapler. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay. You know, I, I want I would want like the absolute. You know, it would it, it would it would minimize the amount of Eagles talk to about forty minutes an hour as opposed to fifty minutes an hour, fifty five minutes an hour, uh, on 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 some talk shows around here. Mm-hmm. Well, we're just saving up for when Barrett joins us, right now. We'll, we'll be all Eagles all the time. From oh no, 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 no! I'm on. not saying we'll get hit over the head. I'm saying that's fine. Right. We deserve criticism like every other show. Oh, no, I understand. <laughs> I, I I just you know and look I understand the Eagles the Eagles drive the engine here they do yeah. and they always will and you know but it's kind of nice to see that the, that there's another option at least in town to talk about. Well, I only started watching them this past weekend, Kevin, <laughs> and I admit to that that I'm a bandwagon baseball guy. I mean, Tell at, at this at this point in my life, that's you didn't even know that Acuna went down last week. Exactly, right? telling you and Barrett that there was a guy above Harper on the OPS. And I'm struggling and fumbling for yeah, it. I wasn't Harry, up on my OPS. Uh, well, no, you didn't even know that a went down. I said, yeah, what about the Braves? There's an injury there, and I'm fumbling, bumbling, stumbling, and you're just staring at me like, who? But, guys, this is actually part of the problem with the sport. The sport yeah. has become that way. And uh, now you're letting Harry I, off the hook. Uh, no, I, I'm gonna, I've covered I, – I love the game. I do. Uh, I used I, to. I, but – I think the way they've gimmicked it up, I think the way that, you know, the, I, I hate the extra inning rule. Oh, it's awful. I hate the seven mm-hmm. inning double headers. Uh, and yeah, I'm an old guy. So I, maybe I'm, you know, yelling, I'm, yeah. I'm yelling to get off my grass, but the sport itself doesn't market itself well enough. And I think it's fascinating to see when a team is good that people get interested, but the general sport, like how many people are going to watch the Field of Dreams game on Thursday night? Really? Well, nobody no, be watching the, on Thursday night football. Steelers, Eagles, right? And you've got three right. markets involved there. 
I mean, it, it, it and that's that's a big thing. Like, I, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I think that's this is something that baseball like they should have done that in July to get. Or, and I know they maybe wanted to avoid going up against the Olympics, but the idea that you're doing against the first week of the NFL preseason is kind of silly in my mind. Yeah, I agree. Hmm. No, I, I think that it's it's a poorly run sport. To do this. What I'm saying, right? Yeah. Why that night, right? Go up against that Jags game with Trevor Lawrence on Saturday or, or something. Make it a is this is this the start of more gimmicks? Are we going to see the Bull Durham game the following year? Or? Well, you've you, you've seen the Little League game the last couple of years mm-hmm. uh, out at Williamsport. You saw the London game. They've done the Tokyo series. They've done uh, they've done they they did one on uh, on the Fourth of July. I think Harry was it at an Air Force base down in North Carolina. Oh yeah, uh, they, no, it was yes. Fort Bragg, Fort yeah, Bragg in North Carolina. Right. Yeah, Army so base. Trying, yeah. It, it, you know what? I think it says something, guys. When you're trying to copy the NHL's formula, hmm. which is we're going to try to play a game. And the most obscure, you don't see the NBA and the NFL doing this. No, you, you know, the college NFL basketball does. did some on like a, an aircraft, aircraft carrier yeah. stuff. For, you know, yeah, I mean, past. you know, which is fine. It, it's cool for uh, it's cool for the moment, but I'm not sure if this is the way you sell the sport long term. Yeah. You sell it by the stars of the game itself. You raise an interesting point, and you bring up the NFL. And even the NBA, where they have looked at what they have in turn. Now, baseball has a little bit of a different dynamic as far as internally in this country. But the NFL has pretty much reached max capacity in this country. They're not losing people. If somebody leaves, then there are about two people that are going to come back in that room to use that analogy. So what they've done is they've said, well, how can we continue to grow? We go out. We play games in London, Mexico City, maybe Germany, maybe China, wherever it may be. NBA, we'll see that as well. Whereas I think baseball, they had that with Japan. I know it was the opener and the time difference and all, but I wonder if baseball does kind of make somewhat of a pivot that the NBA did when it was going through a little bit of a lull of popularity and say, you know, we're struggling a little bit here in this country, but China, South America, Europe, they love our product. Let's start pushing some stuff back there. Like baseball could sacrifice a little of what you're saying internally and probably grow exponentially even more so in Japan and South America. Well, and I think you're seeing that anyway. You know, you see the Otani factor that's come in, mm-hmm. um, you know, in the last year or so. Uh, you've seen in the Caribbean, they've had growth. Do they want to get into Europe and Australia and all those places? Yeah. You know, the one thing they could do, and, I, you know, this obviously is time with what happened at the Olympics, you know, they're trying to encourage baseball to be a, a, a permanent fixture in the games. Well, then suspend the season for two weeks, make that the all-star game, you know, do, mm. do something that makes it different. And look, you can cringe about what the dream team has become or the NHL shutting down for a couple of weeks and all that. It helps market those sports. You know, you see the NHL willing to go to Beijing. It sounds like at this point, which is going to be playing in the middle of the night. And it's all the issues that we've had would have been in place there, but they're still willing to do it for the long-term investment of the game and the showcase of stars and the players want to do it. Well, why not do that with the Olympics in baseball as well? I think Kevin, that's we, Rhea we gotta, texting you, uh, Kevin, to put you for run. tomorrow's morning show. Run. Kevin, man, <laughs> thank you for popping on with us. For, for no problem, guys, anytime. This. This is great. Thanks, Kevin. Appreciate you, right. brother. Be, be, be good, guys. <laughs> you got it. All right, we'll uh, break. We'll wrap the hour coming up next. Kevin Kincaid should join us at noon. So we're going to break now, 
and then come back and hopefully be joined by Kevin right as the hour begins. So we're back in three on the Jacob Media YouTube page and Sports Map Radio. I get scared sometimes. Of a lot of things. Joining in. Decisions. The dark. The dark. But I once heard someone say. But as I always say. It's okay to be afraid. As long as you face the fear. And keep moving forward. Wherever you are in life, count on the name trusted in insurance for over 80 years. Independence Blue Cross. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Welcome to the Wildwoods, the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave, take a nap, go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation, and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods. Your vacation, your way. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. This is a key. It's a family tree. It's a pair of wings. It's a secret handshake. And a ticket to anywhere in the world. It's more than a uniform. It's the door to a world most people only dream of. There's strong, and then there's Army strong. Try it on at GoArmy.com. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, so second hour is about to kick off here. See Kevin Kincaid in the green room. And Barrett is going to be back with us when? 1220? Uh, probably around 1225, okay. I would say. Okay. Now, He's usually back from practice by then. What's that? What's that? What's that? I said he's usually back from practice by then. No, but what time? Like 12 1225, I said oh, around okay. there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
I didn't know that, man. Yeah. Um, that that uh, Field of Dreams game, Thursday yeah. night, it's, it was the Yankees-White Sox, I believe, right? I, I wouldn't know. Yeah. I'm not, not going to watch that. No, I'm just, but it's on. It's the big thing on Fox. Isn't that odd that that is going on the first night that really preseason football begins and Moss? Yeah, I think it's talk I, about I, bad timing. It's a terrible oversight, which Major League Baseball has proven they're capable of, or yeah. it's an extreme level of hubris that we didn't think Major League Baseball was capable of. <laughs> right? <laughs> I think it's yeah, I think it's. Two. I think it's. I want to believe it's the first. I do too, right? Yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, when you vote for somebody and then they completely turn around and screw you in the rear and you're just like, oh, man, I, it, it must have been the other side. Mm-hmm. They did it. Right? <laughs> it's like, I can't believe that Rob Manfred is this much of an arrogant sack. Like he had no, no, no. This had to have been an oversight, right? Uh, you would think so, but I mean, I don't know how you make that oversight. I mean, they've got they've got a couple of months there where they they are the really the only game in town. I know the NBA went late this year, but still, I mean, yeah, you, you got to do better. the 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 lead article on ESPN's MLB section, okay, yes, is thirty thousand dollars in beer? Question mark. How cup snakes are bringing baseball fans back together? You know who's a fan? Of the cup snake, Kevin Kincaid, Absolutely. and every reader of Crossing Broad. Well, that's because of Kincaid. So we're going to be joined by him coming up next. I've seen you, cup snake, before. He's the cup snake king. Seriously. Is that me? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> do, do they do that at soccer games too? Uh, yeah, they do pretty much anything. <laughs> well, yeah, you got to wear a scarf. When you do the yes. cup snake at a soccer game, I know. Yeah, you see the uh, the turnout for Messi in Paris. Uh, like, we knew uh, unbelievable. I knew you'd be. You, right are away. you wearing an armband, like a black <laughs> armband or something, for the next week? No, nah, I feel like I should though. I hate <laughs> I hate him going there. It's like you just uh, that league is not very good. You know, he's yeah, he's just playing with all these other superstars. I thought he should have come to Philly. I know you were leading the charge. No, I tried, man. I admired that. Well, yeah, is was... that league? I'm, I'm just curious. Is that league what the MLS was back when, like, Henri and a couple of other guys would come here just to kind of ride out? No, it's just the problem with that league is that it's like top heavy. There's maybe like three good teams, and then all the other teams stink. Mm-hmm. So it's not interesting. Yeah, the team he's going to has won the league, I think, seven out of the last nine years. Wow. Wow. So, yeah, it's kind of like a foregone conclusion that they're going to win it all. So it's no parody, Aton. Eh, no parody. I and lose track of all these transfers over there, man. It's it's mind mind boggling. No. You say no. that like you were tracking them in the first place. Well, when I was really dialed in on the Premier League <laughs> years ago, I did keep track of the transfer window, Aton. Eh, okay. okay. Yeah. It's That's what it's deadline called. Day. Yeah, they got the Sky Sports personality standing outside of the stadiums. And then the manager rolls by in his car and he rolls down the window and they stick the microphone in his face as he's can you imagine Doug P driving in? You'd have sign man out there across the street. Yeah, run the ball. <laughs> Pound it. <laughs> oh. Now I gotta ask you, um, what radio personality in Philadelphia is gonna do the next uh, crazy thing or dumb thing on Twitter? Oh, um, is that a poll? 
got to be Aton Shander, don't you think? <laughs> I don't know, man. He hasn't done anything in a long time. Somehow me tweeting WIP <laughs> as I was removed from the uh, fanatic schedule doesn't seem as bad. Yeah. So yeah. Did, right? I mean, you have you have totally come off the Mount Rushmore of things not to, <laughs> not to say on Twitter uh, upon departure of uh, – yeah, of the fanatic, <laughs> right? It's it's amazing. It's almost like it was by design back there. I tell you what, you know, you know? it's like sun, Sunday night and like that thing was going on, and then uh, um, Fletcher Cox ignored Jeff McLean's question oh, yeah. too. And I'm just like trying to watch the union. I'm playing with my two year old. I got people like blowing up my phone. Oh, you got to see this media thing. I'm like, dude, I'm not trying to do that right mm -hmm. now. Like, let's can we please save it for Monday? I got like the like the Sunday night scaries or whatever they call it. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to go back to work, you know, <laughs> tried to avoid writing that story until I, until I had to. You had to. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. right. And then it did like, then it did like 20,000 page views or something. So. Yeah. And how about the, the, you know, Aton made a, a point of this and he was right that the, the PR person for the Eagles just kind of just acted like nothing was happening. Yeah, that, you know, <laughs> and, and think about this, like as, as a member of the media now, as somebody who has been on the other side of the camera, not in front of it, but behind it. Uh, look, I don't have, I have an issue as far as like, I know what Fletcher Cox is doing. He's trying to set something up and yeah. have McLean as this, you know, bad guy, boogeyman, whatever, and go back to it in week six. They told us this. They said I was fat and all this stuff. Great. That's fine. Athletes do all that. But my bigger issue, and I know this sounds kind of weird to some people, was it's your job to let Jeff McClain know that he's not having technical difficulties because others may feel the same and you are in a different world now in Zoom. It's You're not there in the same room. So she should have at least acknowledged and said, yes, Jeff, we can hear you. That's oh, yeah, all yeah. I would have she, asked for. Yeah, she could have been like, uh, hey, Fletch, Fletch, can you hear Jeff? Just confirm yes or no or whatever. But it made it seem like they were part of the ploy. <laughs> like, yeah. It was just like big, like uh combo effort to uh ignore jeff but the weird thing about that aton was that they did uh you know fletcher cox spoke to media at training camp like a week ago week and a half ago whenever it started and jeff asked him a question at training camp and he answered it so i don't know why he would oh yeah it was like a week and a half ago it was like the first day or the second day of training camp or whatever and uh, the story that Jeff wrote that I think was in dispute was like published in June, early June. Right. So the first time there was a previous time where they interacted with each other. So I don't know why he wouldn't have done the if he had planned to do the silent treatment or whatever. I don't know why he kicked the can down the road. You know, if you're going to be an a-hole, you got to plan it out better. Right. Well, I don't know, man. Like like maybe. OK, so if if I'm in a situation where you're covering me. Right. Let's let's just do radio wars or something. Right. And you're yeah. covering me. Right. And. We know that you're coming on to, to our, you know, you're, you're interviewing us in some capacity. I may wake up that morning and send Harry a text and say, hey, hey, hey watch how I watch how I mess with this guy. Watch how I give. Oh, yeah. Like, a, like yeah. a heads up or something like that. Yeah. Well, well yeah. to like teammates or something, not to maybe yeah. the Eagles to the Eagles. Oh, yeah. you're saying that he should have said something to the Eagles ahead of time. No, no, I just, I mean, I, I, you never know who's in cahoots, you know, you never know how deep these things. Go. I is believe everybody deep, is. is it the deep state. I don't yes. you know how, how far into the far organization. I and believe is, deep state, the big, yeah. whatever it may be state, you know, big brother, all that. Yes. Who was in on it? Was Fletcher Cox acting alone? No, was Mike like, Lindell right. was there. We saw that. Uh, what did Lindell he know? Was, and when did he know it? Yeah. When did he know? <laughs> are you lying then? Or are you lying now, sir? Yeah. Right, exactly. I'm just like it's just funny because I, you know, yesterday you have a day like you have that story, and then you have the, uh, you know, the Sierra thing going on, and uh, it was like a banner day at Crossing Broad with sight traffic, which is There's great. 
because you love that that's what you do you know you got it it's like the the pin tweet for the onion it's like we don't make any money if you support for this podcast and the following message come from corient corient provides wealth management services centered around you they focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully preserve their wealth and provide for the people causes and communities they care about as one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Don't click the link. Right. But at the same time, then I could write the best story of all time and nobody reads it. Right. So it's kind of, it's kind of, it's like, it's like when you're a cover band and you, the one song is really, really crappy. And then people come up to you afterwards and they're like, yeah, that's Sublime song. It's great. <laughs> right. But your original song. sounds like you're <laughs> describing <laughs> Smash Mouth. <laughs> yeah. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry May. All right. We are live our second hour, and hopefully you've been watching on the Jacob Media YouTube page as Kevin Kincaid, one Kevin to another, with Crossing Broad, who covers everything from radio wars to bag wars to dumpster wars, to the bagster wars, right? <laughs> to combine everything at once. <laughs> yes, and he's got an Iron Maiden t-shirt on today. How fantastic is That's that? beautiful, man. Beautiful. Yes. Now, will you be there at the, the Sovereign Bank Center in Reading, PA, for Judas Priest's first concert in America on their, their uh, U.S. tour? Oh, hell out. yeah, I'm going to be there. <laughs> I got tickets on the first day, Harry. You this'll did? Be, yeah, this will be the... Uh, hang on, let me... Let me think. This will be the eighth time I've seen The Priest. Wow. My my favorite band of all time. They're playing in my home county of Berks County. Now, listen, I claim Berks County because I went to Boyertown. Right? Correct. Right. But half half of the Boyertown school district is in Montgomery it's County. It's in Montgomery. Yeah. yeah. See, I right. grew up in Montco, but I went to high school in Berks County. So we were playing, you know, in sports, we'd play Governor Mifflin, mm -hmm. Fleetwood, Wilson, uh, Exeter. Right. Sure. So I... I think I think it's reasonable that I claim Berks County, right? Right. Okay. You and me. Yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. So yeah. I'm I'm definitely going. Looking forward to seeing the priest on their 50th anniversary tour. Um, they could trot Rob Halford out there at age 75, and I don't care if they do. <laughs> if they play five songs, I'll go see them. Right. <laughs> but if, go ahead. if there was one band that I thought would not be doing this at this stage of their career, it would be them. 
Well, yeah, they could have hung it up years ago. But right. like, these dudes are do- this, they're like Mick Jagger. Now you roll them out there in the walker and strap a guitar to them and they'll play. You right. know? And like, yeah, it's, it's either like really, really admirable or like, dude, you got to hang it up. But I right. think in terms of the priest, they're playing like at half pace, like tune, tune the guitars down so Halford can hit the notes now. But mm-hmm. that's what I want to be doing when I'm 70 years old. I want to be at the, the, so, what is it? The Sovereign? It's not the Santander anymore. It's the Sovereign. No, they changed that. Right. Yeah, I still call it the Tweeter Center in Canada. I think there's like five iterations past that. Right. right we're, That's we're, what I want to be doing at age 70. So. Hold on one sec. We're back in three. Kevin's in the house, and we'll see if they're going to go and run. Well, yeah, we'll talk about that coming up. All right. So how old is Dickinson right now, you think? Bruce Dickinson? Yeah. They're all in their late 60s or early 70s. Not Landon Dickinson. No, not Dickinson. No, not Landon. Yeah. No, right. Um, all right. So, okay. I have every Iron Maiden song ranked from bad to worse. Oh, man. Right? There's got about 200 of them. Well, there's 165. What What would you say would be the worst song Iron Maiden ever put out? Oh my God! Something off the last album, probably. Really? Because yeah. uh, Loudwire wants you to believe it's something back in 1992 on the Fear of the Dark album. Oh, that was that had some clunkers. Yeah. Um, How about Fear of the Dark Warrior. was the only. They had two singles. They had three singles off that. Three music videos. They had Fear of the Dark. They had Wasting Love was a single off that, and they had. Uh, oh my God. Judas, my guide, was that the other one? I can't remember. Wow, this is okay. deep. I'm yeah. telling you, this is maiden knowledge, right? I, here. You see the drum videos, man. I got the guitars hanging. Yeah, on. this is what mm-hmm. I do, Harry. You know, yeah, yeah. Weekend Warrior, by the way, was voted. The oh, Warrior Weekend, song. that is a terrible song. Yeah, it's a terrible Iron Maiden song. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't sound anything like it. It's like they tried to do like a hair metal song or something. I don't like they stepped out on their on their own or whatever, but. Uh, I'm just curious, you know, I'm what would be the one song that they'd lead off with outside of Weekend Warrior that you'd look around and be like, are you kidding me? This this is what I paid money to see. Dance of Death. Dance of Death is a bit. And what do they have for the number one song? It's got to be like the Trooper or something. The right? Trooper well, or Run to the Hills. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. It's two it minutes uh, to midnight. It ain't the lonely list of the long distance runner. I can tell you yeah. that. That's right. That's a good jam. 1986. <laughs> uh, somewhere in time. That okay. song. Yeah. They do this thing on the Crossing Broad Slack chat. They name a country, and I tell them the capital. If you name an Iron Maiden song, I can probably tell you what year it was released. Man on the Edge. Uh, 1995. Album? The X Factor. Not bad. Not bad at all. You're not going to stump him. Wildest Dreams. Uh, 2000. Did that album come out in 2002 or 2004? It was Uh, on, like, Dance of Death or something. The right name split the difference. Okay. 2003 wow not bad now what about icarus what was that song right the flight flight of the icarus yeah Yeah. Yeah. it was 1983 on peace of mind that's Mm got to be a top song yeah i mean i remember when i was a kid yeah so all right last one for you here last iron maiden bring your daughter to the slaughter oh that was on uh 1988 um no, uh, oh my god what the hell is the name of that album it came out after somewhere in time <laughs> wow. um no, uh tail Nin- gunner was the first song off the album what's it called 1990 was when it came out specifically oh my you're god. right there it's on the tip of your tongue um yeah it had bring yeah bring your daughter to the slaughter tail gunner mother russia was on that i can name all the songs of the album i can't tell you what the album is called though no prayer for dying no prayer for dying <laughs> 
I need to see where Icarus is on this one. Where's Matias? We need him on this one. He's recording a Flyers podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he'll 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 do some Pantera tunes on the guitar later. Flight of the Icarus, by the way, of of Icarus, by the way, is 1983. Peace of Mind, yeah. and it's the 33rd best ranked. Now, do they play that, or is that way too commercial for them? That that goes in the set list every so often. Okay. Yeah. They got so many songs to pay. It's like Judas Priest got to do Breaking the Law, you know? So, right. Right. Yeah, really? Still that? Yeah. <laughs> I got a lot. Talk of British steel, man. Are you yeah, kidding you me? You got another thing coming. Exactly. Living I, after midnight. <laughs> I, I got I to gotta ask you a sports question. I don't okay. mean to derail the heavy metal. Uh, but yeah. the Phillies are playing a very important game tonight. In fact, Kevin Cooney, who we had on a little while ago, said this is the biggest start in Aaron Nola's baseball career tonight and he was not being you know hyperbolic uh how fired up are you for this series and what the phillies are doing right now or are you just like maybe some fans are like you know what this is a, this is a mirage let's just get to the eagles i'm trying to be fired up i've got you know i'm skeptical about the long-term prospect of the pitching staff but what am i get what am i going to do go negadelphia and say right. well i don't think they can get it done in the postseason so what am i going to sit here like a mope and not watch this series because i'm worried about what may or may not happen a couple months <laughs> down the road you know mm -hmm. like fans are coming back to the stadium they're playing good baseball philly's a better sports town when the baseball team is good you know i mean i don't got to tell you guys I, I i think that uh you know, probably that stretch from like 2010 to 2011 with the four aces and Joe Blanton. I swear to God that the Fanatic and WIP were taking more phone calls about the Phillies than the Eagles for mm -hmm. a time. And they were top of the world yeah. for, for that short amount of time when Andy and the Dream Team were, uh, you know, about to bite the dust, right? So I'm excited yeah, for had, it for sure, you know? So think about it, though. You had the best possible distraction because the, the data that we all see and, and even the data that we're privy to that others aren't, it will constantly tell you that you have to be super creative or timely to talk about something not Eagles and it blow up, right? Yeah. So yeah. with that, but with that said, to your point, we had a stretch of three or four months where the brain could forget about break like look at the opposite the opposite of that stretch kevin was mm -hmm. doing six or i felt like six was doing three months of harry asking the the public would you trade up for marcus mariota <laughs> yeah it, it's a distraction yeah. and i hate to use that term because the connotation yeah. of it is is off but it's the best possible distraction we have and we don't think about it like nobody in the middle of june when this phillies team is hot to your point is asking themselves you know should we be talking about jalen hurts versus joe flacco i mean I, I kind of feel dirty not bringing them up. Nobody's doing that. Yeah, yeah. But Philly's a baseball town, man. I mean, when Bob Wankel, who is the uh, baseball machine. He's on with us Friday. Friday yeah, we had him on. He, the, you know, the Philly stuff that he did over the weekend for the Mets series was doing insane numbers, insane mm -hmm. traffic. And I think people got to remember, too, that Kyle, back in the day when Crossing Broad was founded, he did a lot of baseball stuff. Yes. Like, bef before Radio Wars and all that stuff came on, Crossing Broad was really a Phillies blog, if you think about it. Like, that was the main sport that they did. And that a lot of flyers, is, too, right? A lot of flyers. Yeah. yeah. And that audience is still – that that baseball audience never really went away. Um, You can say it's niche. I mean, I guess. But, you know, even, even when people were saying, well, national baseball ratings are down, the local baseball ratings were always still – very strong you know just because people weren't watching like sunday night baseball on espn or whatever 
didn't mean that they weren't watching on NBC Sports Philadelphia watching the Phillies, you know. So right. it's there. I mean, that market's still there. And the, we watched 10 years of crapola, you know. So right. I think everybody who who watched uh, any of it over the time deserves a, a, a seat back on the bandwagon. Well, speaking of uh, clicks or page views, does Ben Simmons shooting an unguarded three in an empty gym in Los Angeles still get the clicks that it used to? Yeah, it gets hate clicks, and now we're just now we're kind of just doing it in like a sardonic, like joking kind of way. Right? right. Let's give the people what they want. This is the video that they really want. Him shooting, shooting with Rajon Rondo. Was that Rondo? And that's what I was going to ask. That looked like Rondo. Yeah, another three point ace. Yeah. Two absolute snipers out there on the floor. I, I know. I just and now they're like now people are like ge- genuinely when they were coming out a couple years ago people loved it because they're like oh look at the form you know look at the right. elbow you know it's it's in it's tucked in and like you know all this stuff and now people it's like a hate watch it's a hate click or something like that if that's a term you know but uh the story beyond uh the sierra story yesterday that did really well was kendrick perkins oh, uh, who, i told you Aton. i don't know if i don't know if he knows anything about anything no, but him on. saying that uh Ben Simmons is willing to sit out. That was the biggest, uh, second biggest story of the day. Because mm-hmm. you would go to Kendrick Perkins, right? Even after it's been yeah. confirmed by you and your agent after a Woj report <laughs> weeks ago that he and Clutch Sports, Simmons and Clutch Sports, were actively helping Daryl Morey trade him. Like, yeah, you don't go. The only way you could go from that is if the Daryl Morey came back and said, there's no way possible. It's a zero percent chance that we trade you. And Simmons throws a fit. Now, I don't know what's less believable that or that Joel Embiid was trying to track down Ben Simmons on the phone. The thickest skinned athlete we've had in this city for how long yeah, is now yeah. reduced to, oh, oh, please call me back, Ben. Come on. <laughs> well, yeah. Do you think Joel Embiid is the kind of guy who's just blowing up Ben Simmons' phone <laughs> trying to get him to call? No, no uh, if anything, I believe the opposite, Kev. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. I, I don't look with the Ben Simmons thing. It's just like. Um, I, I feel like it's gotten to the point where it was like with Carson Wentz, you know, this time last year or whatever, where, you know, inevitably the uh, relationship between the player and the fan base just naturally goes, you know, there's no there yeah. anymore. Is that going to so, happen with Harper? Well, outside if, of this stretch, it was happening, Kevin, you saw it. People were not recognizing that his numbers were pretty much the same, except for that one MVP year. And I think it's taken this run for people to kind of realize yeah. that not much has changed with him. So you're telling me that all the pandering and the water ice and the gritty stuff that hasn't, that hasn't played well with the, the fan base. They haven't bought into. I think they forgot, man. You're, you're talking about somebody on Twitter who yeah. probably doesn't remember the last thing they posted, which yeah. is why they get self-owned when they post a contradictory post to somebody else. So I don't no. know what the hang up with Harper is. It's like, if you look, I guess it's just the money in the contract, yes, but I don't, I don't it. expect it. Like, what do you, what do you want him to be? Mike Trout? Like you look at his numbers, of what he was in Washington before he came here. And even before this hot stretch that he's on now, what he was last year and the year before is kind of what he was in Washington. Kevin Cooney will tell you the same thing. Like you go look at his like reference page, like it's really not that much different. So no. you are getting the Bryce Harper that you thought you were getting. It's just, you're getting him at 13 years and 300 bazillion, whatever it was, you know? So I think people can't, get that out of their minds and that comes with that's that's a ben simmons thing too because you say he's an all-star he's an elite defender he's an elite passer but you know you don't max out guys who don't shoot you know so if, if yeah, ben yeah. simmons was a 20 million dollar player there'd be no issue 
Who's more misunderstood? What's more misunderstood? Is it the Bryce Harper situation, the Ben Simmons situation, or season two of The Wire? Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) It's always going to be the Ben Simmons situation. Not season two? I gave you an easy out. I know. I know. It's always going to be the Ben Simmons. Well, not misunderstood, but incapable of being parsed correctly you know and i feel like as a as it's exhausting especially for the media and like oh woe is us the media our job is so hard it's not but you know to try to be fair when half of the people are killing this guy and half of the people love him you know and you're just trying to find a middle middle road there that's that's fair and say look he does this really well this really well this really well and this really well and the one thing he doesn't do whatever you know but people people can't compartmentalize that they're incapable of of kind of understanding there's this is the good and this is the bad it's just all partisan crap all the time and uh it's been really 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 frustrating with i would i would go on the record to say that ben is probably the most frustrating dude i have ever you know covered quote unquote covered in 12 years of doing philly sports by by far by far the most polarizing dude Think about that, Harry. Like we've yeah. asked so many NBA people that to come on and give it Josh Eberly the latest healing. Like we've asked NBA people outside of the city, Kevin, that are national. Yeah. And Harry and I have tried to have this conversation with them, which is give us an example of somebody in the NBA and then give us an example of somebody in professional sports like this. And and you just I don't think you have anybody at all in the NBA like this ever in the history of the game. And, you know, outside of like it would be like if Chuck Knobloch was hitting 350 and led the league in doubles when he yeah. couldn't throw to first base. So not even that, not even the yips. Like, again, I, I mean, Harry, do we have an example of somebody who would be, you know, the second or third best player on tour because they're just bombing the ball off the tee. Their irons are the best, but they're the worst putter on tour because they have the yips. Mm, can't like, really think of that. No, that that's no, what I'm no. saying. Like, it's such a it's such a drastic difference in what's really good and what's either refusing to be done or really bad. I don't think and, we see that in sports. No, and I think the frustration too. And I've said this before with you guys. I think that um, you know, in the case of like a Markel Fultz, it's a throwaway because he's like a second year player, and it's just like it ain't gonna work. We'll get rid of him. No harm, no foul. And, Everybody's going to go their separate ways, but with Ben, like you, you have seen the greatness there. It's like it's like right there. He's got everything else. Literally everything else is in place. You know, he's got the body type. He's got the passing. He's got the defense. He's got the court vision. You know, he's stayed healthy. He's he rarely misses time due to injuries. Like I'm going to pull like pull pull this one thing out of there. And and you're looking at like 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 perennial perennial like all star is his like floor with the shot. And that's why that's why it's exacerbated because he's not because other guys just ain't worth the time. But for him, you're like, dude, it's like you are you are right there. It's like you literally mm-hmm. picked up the horse, put it in front of the lake and you just like like drink. It will water. not drink. Yeah. It's almost like you want to drag him down to the to the local basketball court and give him like tips because you're like, I know I can show him something. And like on a you know? serious note, Harry, it's you go. We joke about these stupid Instagram videos, but like the one that came out yesterday, the form is perfectly fine. Yeah, there is nothing wrong with his form. He used to shoot with his elbow out, and he'd kind mm-hmm. of spin it, and it would like look a chicken funny. wing. And yeah, yeah. But guess what? you know who else shot the ball looked like a total weirdo it was Reggie Miller's shot looked terrible. Yep. Sean Marion's shot looked terrible. It looked like a shot put. 
but mm-hmm. enough of those shots went in for those guys. Reform for doesn't really matter. His shot does ne- does not need to be broken down and completely rebuilt. The couple that he took last year, or two seasons ago at the beginning of the year, they look perfect. He's just he got just no willingness to take right it. into a catch yeah. and shoot three. But there's no mechanical issue, so it's all up here. Mm-hmm. All right, quick break. Kevin Kincaid's hanging with us. We got to talk about this thing with. I was waiting to see if it died down at all when practice was over. I guess practice is still going on, right? Technically, did they break yet? Is I'm not sure. Work? They've had notoriously short practice. Yeah, they've been doing short practice. We're gonna break, but we got to play this video here in a minute as well. So stick around on the Sports Map Radio Network. We're back in three there. Still hanging on the middle. All right, now I got to give you. Ron Culver sent me this, so this is right up Kincaid's alley here because we can get a little cricket action going, right? Did you guys see this? No, right, I have you. not seen this. Did you see this? No. If it had to do with cricket, I didn't see it. Well, it was like a viral video. That's why. So oh, okay. let me uh, let me go ahead, if I may, and pull this sucker up. I, of course, have to unmute and then share. Ron sent it, said it, it, the headline of the email was, this is the best call in the history of sports. <laughs> oh, so, so this is play-by-play of a cricket. Well, you're going to see exactly what this is. All right. You ready? Yes. That has nailed it. I mean, the gooly, wooly, woolies. That is painful. I looked on a poster. Oh, no. That has nailed it. I mean, the gooly, wooly, woolies. That is painful. Oh. Wow. Goodness. The gooly, wooly, woolies. That is the woolies. The woolies. The wooly wooly what? The wooly wooly woolies. Now they don't wear cups, I guess. Himself, you said ball the same ball. He's ball the same ball. He's a rich repeat. This time I gotta laugh at this. Wait, they're using the same ball. I've never seen this in the twenty-five years of being around this game. Even Nigel himself. Let's have a look at. Some of the interception points here for Alex Hales. No. <laughs> well, I mean, out, out, and yeah. So he got hit twice in the same. Anywhere near that. Oh, my Look. goodness. Wow. That's that's something right there. Man, what a weird sport. How does that happen? That's odd. Well, it's corrupt. We know that. Oh, yeah? That's you crooked, watch, too. You ever try no. to watch cricket? No. It goes on. The matches are like days okay. long. Yeah. Right. They can go for like a week or something. No, yeah. I, I placed a bet one time. And I'm I, I didn't realize that this thing took five days, so I forgot yeah. about it. And I <laughs> oh, did you win? I, I don't know. I, had, I have no idea. <laughs> you know, yeah. Ron's telling me in, on the break here that it happened to the same man, right? Back to back pitches. All right, so I didn't realize it was back to back pitches. Wow. Man. At some point, you're gonna have to drop that bat and start fighting people, right? No, it's like lightning strikes twice, man. Seriously, if, if that's how my luck is gonna play out, I'd rather win the lottery or hit a hole in one, not get yeah. hit with stones two times in a row. My goodness! But you could hear that, like you could hear the sound of the ball on ball. Yeah, and then you could hear him. You just oh, <laughs> it might be a crossing broad post for later today. There, there we go. Yeah. Content. Aton's yeah, helping out. <laughs> well, well, will, will we be credited? Will this show be credited? Yeah, I'll give you a H slash T. Okay, you're not going to go uh, like our buddy Jeff McDevitt, who is now up at uh, WWE. Did you see what was going mm. on with him? No. So he came out. So earlier, like I guess what two years ago, so Fox 29 had a had a video of some crazy belligerent Phillies fan, and McDevitt took a screenshot of it 
And I don't know if he put it on a shirt first or just used that screen cap throughout on Twitter. And Barstool allegedly took that same exact screen cap and put it on the Phillies on a shirt and is now selling it as a shirt. It's not good. I'm just saying. Not good. I'm prevented from commenting further on that story. Oh, is that right? Mm. Oh, really? (laughs) Wait a second. Can you tell us without telling us why, why you wouldn't, is this, can you give us a, now look, I'm going to um, appeal to you as a reporter slash journalist mm-hmm. and understand that you might be in a very difficult predicament, but at the same time, I kind of have to ask if there is a generalized, non-specific answer you can give us as to why you can't comment on that. Conflict of interest. Mm. Because ah, okay. they sell shirts too. No, well, it's a non-no-content like, side. Right, 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 right. Conflict so, of it, yeah. Exactly. Okay. Arsenal, or uh, yes, they. I'm sure that there's something involved with the book. That's all you had to say was the book, right? Okay. Look, Kevin. Yeah. Now Kevin's not going to want to come on anymore. <laughs> no, <laughs> you, you, you Kyle, did it. You think Kyle is, is this thing on? This thing? Yeah, this thing I is mean, on. Come on. Do you, do you think <laughs> we're even on Kyle's rant? Last time I talked to Kyle Scott was like years ago when i still worked for wip and had him on my show i don't even think you were with the site then no no listen i, I would just say that affiliate marketing is very uh, important to the business model okay okay so allegedly what happened is a sports book that we don't know the name we don't know for a guy <laughs> that we think used to work here in philadelphia who might be working for the worldwide wrestling Entertainment is that what it's uh, called now? WWE. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. We'll move on. We'll move yeah, on. Yeah. Yeah. Would you rather talk about Cuomo? I mean, what, what do you want to do here? All right. Did Did he do his press conference yet? I don't know. We're I'm not waiting. sure. What's that? What's more anticipated, that or Nick Sirianni giving us an update on uh, Andrew Dillard? Oh well, let's let's get we let's get it back to the Eagles, as our good friend Rob Ellis once said. Do you want to get it back to the Eagles? Well, uh, Harry was on that show. Oh yeah. Yeah, we, we yeah. were routinely getting it back to the Eagles. Rob and I go way back, man. He he was doing TV at Eyewitness News back yep. in the day when I was there. Yeah, the most reliable person I've ever worked with, Rob. No doubt, yeah. no question. That? Just oh, no, wait. he was always there. I mean, he like, always shows up, ready to go. Yeah, wait, always wait on time, like easy to work with. Man, he was like the best person I've ever worked with. He would go on my Mount Rushmore, probably of like Philadelphia sports personalities who were genuinely like really good dudes and mm-hmm. i'd put i'd put okay. rob ellis up there zoom off zoom off shander right uh, who else? right right yeah who else all right so real quick we forgot this and we can't forget this because when we don't do it we bitch and moan so kevin kincaid is here filling in for barrett brooks he didn't even know he's going to be a part of this don't worry there are no conflicts of interest in this segment so you can breathe you can okay. exhale we're not going to put you on the spot here, but we do this twice a week with Ron Culver. We has three stories. One of them is fake, and it's mm-hmm. up to us. This is the old, old, old Stern bit that I've ripped off ever since, and nobody in Philadelphia has done it, so that's fine. We're happy to. Mm-hmm. All right, now I'm told this is an OJ edition of an fake OJ news. Edition, oh. Simpson recently gave an interview to The Athletic, and so I'm going to have three statements from you, and you have to tell me. Which two are true and which one is live from this interview? Okay. Now, you do realize that you've got a news honk here in Kevin Kincaid. Then you know what? This should be really simple. Okay. That's how I'm looking at it. You guys ready? (laughs) Yep. All right. Story or statement number one. OJ will be auctioning off some of his memorabilia because he simply has too much of it and doesn't need it cluttering up his house. 
Um, I believe that. Yeah, remember, he was so strapped for the memorabilia that he had to go and break into a, a hotel room, right, in Vegas and track that stuff down. So now the irony of you went around and infiltrated hotel rooms to track it back. Yeah, that was that was in Vegas. That's how he went to prison, right? <laughs> only yeah. just to sell it yeah. off. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Only just to sell it off. Yeah. At least it's his money. You know, it's like a hip hop artist owning their masters, right? De La Soul just just achieved that. It's All like right. when uh, the Pharma Bro bought the Wu-Tang album right. and there was only <laughs> one copy of it. Boy, I tell you, that album, there's no way that album can be better than the double album. There's no way that album could be better than Enter the 36 Chambers. There's no way that album could be better than Method Man, Raekwon, yeah. and Ghost's first two albums. Yeah, right? Hopefully, Mar hopefully Martin Shkreli got a got a bad deal. Hopefully he did not get his money's worth. Yeah, it was just old the dirty bastard being like, bleep you, bleep yeah. you for 16 yeah. songs. All right, what's story two? Uh, statement number two. Say, statement two. Sorry. Statement number two. OJ claimed that the reason he never goes to L.A. is because he doesn't want to end up sitting next to the real killer of N Nicole Brown Simpson and Ron Goldman. Now I believe I believe I believe that say too. Something yeah. Stupid like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. The killer's still out there. Right. You don't want to. You I know, totally you believe that. Me too. <laughs> me too. Watch out. He's he's telling you, man. This guy's doing you a favor. Letting you know that that killer's still out there, right? He has zero self-awareness. No. OJ. Absolutely. OJ's, OJ's just looking out for the rest of us. Right. <laughs> On a golf course <laughs> near you. Yep. Yeah. No, that, that is exactly highly, highly believable. Okay, yeah. what's what's number two now? And uh, Number three. Three, pardon me. Number three, OJ believes everyone wants his life because he doesn't work, plays golf four to five times a week, and goes out to dinner a couple nights a week with friends. Sounds like me. <laughs> yeah, and look, you have to have no self-awareness to make that statement, but we already proved with the second one. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah, Gravel Pit, we kind of forgot, 91 SL, uh, on purpose. Oh. That doesn't get mentioned in my house. OJ home. is so crazy that I could see him saying all these things. So yeah, could I. I but... The one, I think. Yeah. But give me one. one one more time, because I think that might be the most. That's the memorabilia thing. Yeah, which which is the sane. I'm, all right, so this is my logic, fellas. I'm going to go with the most sane sounding statement as the fake one. Hmm. Okay. All right. The one that's the most believable because a rational person would say this versus what OJ would say. So I'm going to go one. That makes sense, actually, because I could totally see him saying each of the other two. Yeah. All right. I'm with you on that one. Harry? We're all riding number one. All right. Public is favoring number one. Public is favoring number one as well. And you know what? You and the public are all correct today. Wow. How about that? Very so good. He did, in fact, say that the reason why he doesn't want to go to L.A. is because he doesn't want to just happen yeah. to, by happen chance, be seated next to the killer <laughs> at some restaurant somewhere. That was the most believable of them all, by the way. Of them wow. all. And, yeah, in addition to, uh, you know, golfing four to five times a week or doesn't work, he also says people always want to buy him drinks and ladies always want to hug him. Okay. I, I'm still good except for the ladies wanting to hug me. Wait, is that a, was that a real statement that the lady ladies love cool James? Maybe that's yeah. isn't isn't Orenthal, Orenthal James. Well, yeah, Jones, isn't it? Orenthal James Simpson, I think. Orenthal James. James? Yeah. Well, yeah. he take the same J from LL. That's what LL Cool J stands right, for, right? Ladies, ladies love, love Cool James or something right. like that, right? So what about that? What about Ladies Love Cool James? 
You sure it's not Jones? Orenthal no. Jones? I never knew that's what it meant. LL? LL? Yeah. Yeah. Kevin, man. Mm. You know, wow. You Even I here, knew that. You yeah. come here boasting about Iron Maiden, and you wow. leave here learning about LL. Wow. Burks not County LL. just took a hit. Uh, not yeah. LL Bean. <laughs> not LL Bean, huh? <laughs> All right. He got it back with that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We did. We did. All right, we're uh, we we have to break here, coming up because we have yet to break. And Barrett, not LL Pavorsky, is in the house. Is he still around? Uh, I thought his kid is covering the the tournament, right? Well, that was an ugly breakup that he had with that one. Was it Jimmy Butler? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody just walked off in the middle of a tennis match and completely voided my parlay. So I'm not happy. Oh, jeez. Oh man. What the hell? And she was winning. What is going on back? Boy, wow. It's Kuai Zong just ruined this for me. I ain't gonna be wow. happy. We're back at three. <laughs> All right, I'm not. P- gonna- PSG against Strasbourg in a couple hold days. On, on. Will you be watching? Hold on, hold on. I get scared sometimes of a lot of things. Joining in decisions. The dark. The dark. But I once heard someone say. But as I always say. It's okay to be afraid. As long as you face the fear. And keep moving forward. Wherever you are in life, count on the name trusted in insurance for over 80 years. Independence Blue Cross. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Welcome to the Wildwoods, the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave, take a nap, go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation, and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods. Your vacation, your way. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. This is a key. It's a family tree. It's a pair of wings. It's a secret handshake. And a ticket to anywhere in the world. It's more than a uniform. It's the door to a world most people only dream of. They're strong 
And then there's Army Strong. Try it on at GoArmy.com. All right, and we've got about another 20, 30 minutes here, overtime right at the top. What's up, fellas? Barrett Brooks, up, back Barrett? from Eagles camp. Yes. Well, now your boy went down today. Uh, were you escorting Andre Dillard uh, from the injury tent back into the complex while he was limping? <laughs> I'm going to tell you this. This is, this is a lot. This is serious, man. Like This isn't him tapping out. This isn't him, you know, having just like a, 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 a twinge. He's got something seriously wrong with him, man. So I don't know what it is, but uh, you know, just 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 by looking at it, it's a lot worse than um him just you know not wanting to play. Wow. So we won't probably won't be seeing him at all on Thursday night. I understand the starters are going to play, but the coach will not uh, commit to how long. Jalen Hurts is starting on Thursday night. Oh, you know, as they should, he should start. Give him an opportunity to go out there and play Why at this he? point. Yeah. I, exactly, but just looking at everything, I mean, I, the offense is, is is so far behind as far as where they should be. Well, where they where the defense is, put it like that. You could tell the defense is ready, man. You know, they had a crisp practice, um, making plays more competitive. You know, they're finishing plays. You can see that they're finishing plays. They're trying to knock the ball loose. They're trying to gang tackle. They're trying to be around the ball. Offensively, like I said yesterday. I mean, if you want to be a starting receiver, you want to be a great receiver, you got to finish, man. You got to catch the rock. Too many drop balls, you know, too many balls. on, And that's what differentiates you away from a good offense is the amount of drops you have in practice, how you, you know, close plays out. Are you finished blocking? Are you finishing the catch? You finishing the throw? They're not finishing like, you know, you, you need to be. And, you know, I always go back to, to, to my Steelers squad, you know, because that was the last place I was at. But we would go three weeks, four weeks at a time without dropping a ball in practice. In practice, not even dropping a ball in practice. And they can't even get through a period without a drop. You know, I mean, that's disheartening, to say the least. Mm. That's not good, man. What about pre-snap penalties? I saw that uh, the coach is upset about that. Are they doing a lot of things wrong before the snap? That's what's wrong, man. I mean, they're not – I mean – they got to be where they're supposed to be at. You know, you got to line up correctly. And when you line up correctly, you got to know the snap count. You know, I mean, to give up five yards, you know, without even the ball being snapped, you know, you, you can't live as an offense. You're always going to be behind the buck. So if it's first to 10, you're starting out first and 15. There's not a lot of play calls you have for first and 15. You know what I mean? So those are the little things. You know, if you can take care of the little things, things will start, you know, taking care of themselves. I mean, that's just part of finishing, you know. Right. They're just well, not doing at, it. Back at Boyertown High School, they used to give it to Kevin Kincaid on every first and 15. <laughs> Kev, what's up, man? What's man. up, man? Now, they gave it to my friend Mark. He ran for like 5,000. Uh, he had like the f- school record for a while. And then he went to Moravian and he injured his knee, Harry. Oh, well, boy. That was the end of, uh, yeah, that was the end of his burgeoning football career. And he became a teacher instead. Moravian. <laughs> well, see, I was a. Yeah. Right, Lehigh Valley. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kevin, I wasn't on with you, man. I wasn't on to start off, man. But, um, you know, we were kind of discussing it yesterday, man. Um, your approach to, to 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 covering everything, you know, you're you're very, 
you're very precise and you know even if something is goes wrong you're very precise and, and and letting everybody know that it goes wrong so yesterday you know you 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 called out some guys that you know not necessarily doing things the right way in our profession you know can you tell us a little bit about that or or have you already spoke on that well, first of all, that's like the nicest thing anybody's ever said to me. We've got him on 30 times and haven't kissed his ass like that. Seriously. Now, it makes me think that that's not true. If we haven't come across that statement before introducing Kevin, then why all of a sudden now? Because of it. Wait, maybe this is like when somebody wins an Emmy out of nowhere for their coverage on it. Like, we should be putting Kevin up for bag wars. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm just saying, you know. You you it started it started out that way like you know it started out you know, us talking about you know crossing broad and then you know it it it, it eventually got back to you we had, we we talked about a lot of Kevin's but you're the Kevin that kept on coming up yesterday uh, you know I see it as my duty to kind of be the the arbiter uh, you know when it comes to being fair and balanced around here because there's not a lot of that to go around anymore so. Uh, yeah, I tried to do that yesterday. I, I'm told that the Pulitzer Prize is en route uh, to, land, to Lansdale right now. It's, yeah, they FedExed it overnight. Um, no, I, I think the conclusion that we've all come to, uh, to, uh, to advance the story, as we like to say, um, is that you should, probably should never go to Twitter for anything ever. Um, Thank you. No, nothing ever really. Aton, I'm preaching to the choir here with Aton on the show, you know. Um, Twitter's biggest fan, Aton Shander. I um, absolutely. But you know, it's it's one thing. I would I would say this. It's like it's one thing to take the incident itself, and there's another way to respond to the incident. You know, it's like we don't have video of what happened, so I can't come to a like formal conclusion about it. I can cast judgment on the way somebody handles themselves on social media afterwards, and we can say you should do this or you shouldn't do that. But that doesn't shed any light to me on what actually happened with the actual incident. You know, I think people in this day and age do have such a problem with uh, compartmentalizing things and putting them into different sectors that need their own kind of analysis that you just want to lump it all into one big thing. And because you think that somebody acted like a fool on Twitter means that they were also culpable for the incident itself when those are really two different things. Yeah. But you'll never get that benefit of the doubt. If, if you or where you are, it doesn't have a great track record or a track record of elitism. Well, that's right. I mean, it's the hardest thing to do. That's your baby. I've never seen your baby, but you just casually oh, yeah. lift lift your baby right. up onto the, to yeah. the during the show. Yeah, I think he did that on. I think he did that on QVC on Sunday as well. I just look. I'm like, wait, there's a he's holding a baby. Yeah, yeah. is this legal on YouTube? Yeah. Or right. yeah, that's a real baby, Kevin. That that kid is alive. Um, oh, what it, a cutie. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh now there's the crying baby face. Right. You just got a new one. It was like that's like the lion I thing. Right. Right. Down right now. What are you doing to our son? Well, all those fills, man. You got to bring the baby in. It'll give you great ratings, man. Well, right. I'm just trying to, you know, help the wife out here because I'm 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 working, right? She's a teacher, so she's off now. But still, you know, home with the babies seven weeks this week. You are so, official. This is the, this is Anton right here. Not only does he have fifteen different jobs, he's right. you know selling motion sensors on QVC out in Westchester, right. but he's on the air live while holding a baby. This is right. the, this is the, the administering a bottle too. I think while administering yeah. this is pinnacle. Ata really, there's nowhere higher to go. I gotta Wait, get a well, fake baby. Wait, <laughs> right. uh, yeah, Harry. You know seriously. Just, if you were single, I would suggest that. Right. Seriously. Yeah. You know? right. <laughs> I, that might <laughs> just go to the park in a stroller. Exactly. 
<laughs> like exactly that. We'll, we'll pick up on a mom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'd say, Kev, wait until the next QVC appearance. You'll be seeing me sh- uh, trim my nose hairs live on television. Oh, wow, man. Wait, I got to tune yeah. in, man. Uh, you really can do it all. You're pushing me for a jack of all trades, and I thought I had it going, you know, covering a bunch of different sports and doing yeah, radio. Yeah, well, it's all sports, now, man. now you're doing it with the baby. I can't. I got my daughters at daycare. I can't do it with her. You know? Well, she's <laughs> older than my son. That's why. Trust me, if daycare is yeah. available for him, I don't know how long I'm going to be holding him. Yeah, she would be pulling my headphones out and jumping up and down on top of me and doing all, all you know there was a there was a short shelf life on being able to work when she was in the house so that right was, right uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, he, he can do this right now yeah Once right. Gets like that, the last it's the reason why they call it terrible twos man that's right. it all, that's it, right. it leads into terrible 16s i'm just letting you know right. yeah and then you got a three major if you look at my instagram account me and my wife are at like a different brewery every week when our kid was four months old mm-hmm. and then every other uh post i think after that we're just sitting at home on the couch trying to <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what everybody from, says. Yeah. it's like go out now go out now it's unfortunate because you know yeah. you've got variants you've got this rsv i'm more afraid rsv crap because yeah. uh all your kids are sick and you don't wash and wipe their noses, so they're spreading yeah. this cough around here, so we can't go anywhere. That's well, we, right. just got the, we just got the okay to administer Miralax to our two-year-old, so that's where we are in, in terms of the uh, the Oof. child child rearing right now. Yeah, I was I was trying to give uh, Harry Barrett's well aware of the blowout, and I don't mean on top of the head; I mean the rear. So I yeah, trying, I was trying to give Harry a, a, a yeah. not the Jersey Shore blowout. No, 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 no. no, no, no. <laughs> Well, what is this RSV you're talking about? It's this uh, it's this cough like uh, cold cough that goes around with kids oh. and it's a winter sickness. But because everybody's been in the summer and all, he's just being he's hungry. That's it. He's just That's he right. wants something to eat. Well, aren't we all? You know, they're, yeah. they're not yeah. much different than we are. You know, no. they need to eat. They need to sleep and they they'll let you know when something's wrong. You know, I've been yeah. eating simply organic Doritos during the entire show. Oh, look really? At you yeah. feel healthier. Oh, like, they're tremendous! The difference that like there's a little bit of weight off you that yeah. you would have with a regular Dorito. No doubt, I don't. I don't get the bloat with these. Yeah. So you I know? gained Aton. I gained 16 pounds when I had my daughter. Um, I don't know how much of that is due to a daughter. I don't know how much of that is due to COVID and just sitting around on my butt. Um, I don't know how much of that is due to like you know nobody's like playing sports anymore during COVID or whatever. But I mo- I moved up an entire UFC weight class. Um, so I, I, I'm now I would now be fighting uh, Israel Adesanya for the yes. belt. Yeah. I I can feel your pain. I'm in the process of removing in the last three or four weeks that yeah. weight that yeah. I had. But the worst for me was that you know we're not far from the Abington Hospital where my wife gave birth, and I don't know if it's the Abington Hospital or if this is just hospitals in general. But Kevin, I ate better in that week. <laughs> Three square meals a day, sometimes four at like two thirty yeah. in the morning. Yeah. Three hops and, in the uh, cot, baby. It's amazing, Barrett, how a meatball parm is going to put pounds on you when you inhale it at three a.m. It's it's absolutely amazing, you know. It, 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 instead of going through a hey, Kev, instead of going through a drive through, he goes through the hospital. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, give me some more of that. Jeez. Right, right, right. Yeah. Where hey, you babe, go? You, you know going to Abington? Yeah, Abington I'm running Abington Hospital. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, what are you in the mood for tonight? What are my options? Well, you know, there's Wendy's of, you know, Einstein medical health. I can just roll roll by there, you know. They've got great fish sticks on a Tuesday yeah, night. Do. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm told it's pizza tonight. Okay. No, 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 no. This is not Elio's cardboard pizza, some stuff that Shaq's hawking yeah. on television. This is yeah. like, I'm talking about real cuisine. Right. Yeah, we're yeah. talking about. All right, oh, yeah. Look, Sometimes look, I feel like we're doing the old derailed show here. You know? <laughs> right, exactly well, what it is. Hey, like outside of Andre Dillard today, mm. right? Is there any other, like, who? Can I give you, here, let me do this. Can I give you a Philadelphia Eagles hot take? Please. Yes. I'll take, okay. All right. I'm really excited for this season. Honest to God. Like, I'm not, that's, I'm not making it up. Like, what are you I'm, excited about? Because it's all brand new. Everything's new. It's yeah. all new. Right. I don't, I don't exactly. know. I don't know anything about any of these dudes. And to no. me, that's intriguing. I don't know what the hell Nick Sirianni is. I don't know what Jalen Hurts is going to be. I don't know, you know, who the uh, Sam linebacker is going to be. They had Jannard Avery listed in the unofficial depth charts. But there's so many questions to answer. And I don't have any expectations. I'm just glad to take the Carson Wentz stuff and put it in the rearview mirror. So I don't What's care. It? I honestly do Are not care if they sure? go. You didn't read that and subconsciously are bringing it back three weeks ago on Philly Voice where some dude named Shanda wrote that? Is that what you – are you going Positadelphia with me? Are we riding Positadelphia together? Well, this year? I wasn't being positive in the sense of, like, this team's going to make it. Yeah. But, uh, my, my, and I'm just busting your stones. My point in, in the column was nobody's safe, and I love that, that there isn't politics that's going to no, put yeah. uh, Mac Hollins – in front of somebody else on the depth chart, and that even Andre Dillard has has a good shot of of not playing now. You know what you know what it is. The best way to look at it, in my mind. Oh, is hold on, hold on. We got a break on the network. We'll be back in three on on Sports Map Radio. All right, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I, I would just say like you're on a uh, you're on a fact finding mission. Yeah, you're trying to learn as much about this team this year as possible because anybody who's able to. Uh, Look, I know pragmatism doesn't really fly in in Philadelphia sports, um, the Philadelphia sports community. But if you can lower your expectations, you can't be disappointed if you don't have high expectations to begin with. If you kick the can down da, da, da. and think, what can, the, what can this team be? Then, you know, you're trying to answer as many of those figurative questions as you can this year. You know, you're turning over in a new, it's, it's a new, you're starting a new era of Eagles football. Everybody said they were dysfunctional when Andy left. They said they're dysfunctional when Chip left. How long did those rebuilds take? It took them one year to get back to where they went. Chip was 10 and six in his first year. Right. But how long did it then take him to go back to being dysfunctional? Yeah, but that's a natural ebb and flow. Okay. You know, so the only, the only, time, the only team, the only football teams that reload instead of rebuild are Alabama, Clemson and St. Joe's prep. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, and Imhotep Academy. I was just and Imhotep. Yeah. Yes. Don't forget Ohio State. That's the Ohio other State. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but uh, seriously, yeah, I mean, right, like, yeah. it's not, you know, even, even like, you know, the Packers, one of my favorite stats is like the Packers have had 30 straight years of either Brett Favre or, or Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Right. And they've had eight and eight seasons in there. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's like, I mean, it's, these net things are natural up and down. Everybody who says the Eagles are in cap hell has no idea what the hell they're talking about. Once Carson Wentz number comes off the books, they're fine. Next year. I mean, yeah, it'll, next it'll be up next year. So, I mean, yeah. you're absolutely right, man. We just I, – I, this is the way I've been taking it. I've been taking it. It's this this will be a, 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 a first impression year. You know, you're going to have your first impression from, from game number one all the way to 17, you know what I'm saying, because it's all new. You know, you got rookies there. You got rookie coaches there. 
I mean, these guys are young. And when you're young, you may not know that you're not supposed to be that good. Mm-hmm. So I say there's a shot. You know, they have a shot, man. It's exciting, man. I don't know. It's the great unknown, man. It's like right. that Tom. What was the Tom Petty song? Uh, into, into the great into wide the open. Great wide open. And the wide open is the Eagles season because I don't know what the hell it is. But that's exciting to me because I know what Carson Wentz was last year. And I don't want right. to repeat that. You know, I was like miserable sitting there watching those games. So it's, it's new. It's different. It's exciting. You're kind of turning the page on the Super Bowl era and and you're moving it forward to the next thing so i mean like i know that like you know philadelphia sports fans always have expectations and they always want to win but like i got my conscience is clear man i'm going into this season saying i don't know what to expect and i enjoy mm-hmm. that you know mm-hmm. you see How look at that not? look at that yeah there see, you go see kevin man you know everybody's talking about you just a you're just a, a thrill-seeking guy that goes like there goes out there and tries to to ruin guys' articles, man. You're not that. You don't want to ruin everybody's uh Twitter. You don't you don't you're not that guy. You got your your glass is half full right now, man. So I see you from a whole different way now. I'm, I'm actually a pretty like down home and positive person. I don't know. Maybe it doesn't always come across that way. I mean, like when you have got the job of like re- critiquing the media, I guess you come off a certain way. But like I, I, I'm like a simple dude, man. I'll just like hang out, let's drink some beers. I got no like I'm not a complicated dude at all, you know. So. <laughs> People say whatever they want to say about me, I don't care. Yeah, you know well, that's where you got. I, I made the mistake of arguing with the trolls a little bit yesterday, and then just got the got the blocker out a little bit later. <laughs> you know, it didn't call I, went the, I went through the mentions. It was like blocked, muted, blocked, muted, blocked. Yeah. So yeah, it's like all all in a day's work. You know, if you're gonna mute somebody though, this is what I always do: is make sure you go and first off report that account as fake. Because chances are that it's an account with like 22 followers yeah. that's been on there for 10 years. And you might, you may or may not actually start a Twitter audit of that account. If you get lucky, you could start a Twitter audit. And that person probably did create an account that is connected to some, you know, fake email. Blaze all day four twenty at gmail.com or yeah, something. Aton right? one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, yes. nine. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite talk. technique is that if you have somebody who follows you, you block them and then unblock yes. them. Yes. So they stop following you, but they have no idea that you even did anything. Correct. So that, that seems to be the most uh but the mute Steven. isn't the mute the most satisfying block you know immediately I, like mike florio blocked me i know mm. i can't tweet at him but i'm sure there are people who have muted me that i may tweet i've muted you on this show there yeah. you go <laughs> yeah. tony like, reale me part in the part in the interruption <laughs> harry is right, tony right. tony reale and i'm uh, Ke- kevin blackstone <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, dude. I mean, I go through it. You know, I'm not doing. It. I'm like, Harry, come on, man. The Phillies, Mike. I'm the, Barrett. I'm not doing. It. We all see it. Yeah, we all see it. Just click the button. <laughs> and, yeah. and, oh, and look what's in the back. We look at his background now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and for one day, if this was right. if this was around the horn. Who would Aton be? Would he be Woody? Woody Page? Woody Page. He needs a blackboard <laughs> behind him. Is that it? Yeah. Boy, I hated that show. That show did so much damage for our business. I know it did. You're right about that. Phone calls for five hours on a morning show for the last 35 years and attributing points to a sports argument. I don't know what was worse. Yeah. Now, Aton, did you know that Barrett was on uh, the wake up call with Tony D and Ron Culver today? Yes. No, I'm talking Eagles. I heard he play action real says he did a fantastic job. Wow. Wow. Appreciate that. See, I, I got to get back with my boys again. Yeah, you're right, man. I, Ron, double in, call me. Ron, appreciate you, bro. Only thing Ron is, called you and you answered. That's yeah, that's the more amazing <laughs> thing is that you answered. Yeah, 
Jesus. I go through this every day. At least at least they call you and you you have to accept, you know, you accept it whether you're gonna come on the show or not, Kev. Me, well, this is what I go through. Yeah, and at least I don't, I text today saying that he was gonna be out off the show. He's gonna be yeah. at Eagles practice. So we're yeah. making progress. Yeah. Bro, well, I just send I just send a text and I have to send, you know, confirmation that it's true too. Yeah. So I sent a text and a screenshot of the text telling me that I have to be there too. Yeah. So, well, yeah. if I were you, I would just say, Oh, you know, uh practice is going a little long today. Maybe I'll uh be back on tomorrow. <laughs> that's that's probably it as well. All right, uh, you guys hang out overtime coming up. Kevin, you're gonna ha- probably have to go and do stuff. Yeah, He's I gotta get go. back to my actual job now. All right. go. <laughs> I have to go. Uh, just give me a minute, and I'll pop back in before we get out of here. So we're back in three for overtime. I get scared sometimes of a lot of things. Joining in decisions. The dark. The dark. But I once heard someone say. But as I always say. It's okay to be afraid. As long as you face the fear. And keep moving forward. Wherever you are in life, count on the name trusted in insurance for over 80 years. Independence Blue Cross. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Welcome to the Wildwoods, the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave, take a nap, go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation, and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods. Your vacation, your way. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. This is a key. It's a family tree. It's a pair of wings. It's a secret handshake. And a ticket to anywhere in the world. It's more than a uniform. It's the door to a world most people only dream of. There's strong, and then there's army strong. Try it on at GoArmy.com.
Uh, checking out the stream, you're back on the Jacob Media YouTube channel. Harry Mays, Barrett Brooks, the middle uh, for overtime on a Tuesday. And I'm looking here, uh, we we're talking about how Barrett actually sent us a text today, or actually last night, saying he was going to miss the show today. And then we found out he was on with Ron Culver uh, this morning. And John Sh- uh, Shelton points out that Ron must not have emailed you. Right. Because <laughs> if he emailed you, you wouldn't have been on the show. I wouldn't even have known about it. No, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He called me. He texted me. That's great, man. Uh, good good to know you were on Birds 365 today as well, right? Yep, yep. Yeah, making the rounds. Got you'll be back. Yet. You'll be back with us tomorrow and Thursday, of course, because they they have a walkthrough maybe tomorrow and then no practice Thursday and then no practice Friday, right? They have the yep, game yep. Thursday night. Yep. And um just looking at it, the preparation is there. Mm-hmm. They know what to do on the defensive side of the ball. They're doing what they're supposed to do. They're finishing. And it's not just the starters. It's the, it's the backups doing the same thing also on the defensive side of the ball. They're finishing plays. They're trying to knock balls out, create turnovers, flying around to the ball. Those are all things that you need to be a defense and a successful defense. They're ahead of the curve right now. Offensively, they really got to step it up as far as finishing. You know, getting the tough catches. You know, Fulgham. The reason why he was so good last year for from the beginning part of the season, yeah, that's radius. what he did. Yeah, he was catching the rock. He was making the hard catches. Until they start doing that, this offense is gonna fall. Um, it's gonna sputter. It's gonna falter. It's not gonna be able to, you know, keep the chains moving. They'll be able to run the ball. That offensive line is good enough, and the second team is just good, also. But until they start finishing and optimizing every single play that they put on the on on, on the field. It's going to be tough sledding for this offense. Well, now there's a question here on the stream from Adam saying, Brooksy, how are the rookies on defense doing? Now, I've heard you glow about Zach McPherson already, but what about the, the interior linemen that they've drafted? All of them. Williams is playing well. Yeah. They move him to the outside. He's rushing the pass as well. He's explosive. I mean, very explosive. Then you look at guys, you know, um, you know, that they that were young too, you know, Deshaun Bradley's, Davion Tellers, you know, that to me they're still rookies until your third game, you're still a rookie. But then you have um, you know, a couple of DBs that are that are playing at a high level, also, you know. So I am looking at them and you know, a guy like you know, the, the rookie they had from from LSU, uh, what was his name? He he's plays linebacker now, but he's linebacker slash slash um, safety. Safety. Yeah, I forget uh, his name too. But you know he's playing. He's playing at a high level. He's playing around. He's flying around. Um, Michael Jackett's flying around, playing well. Also, they're looking good, man. They're really looking good. And the reason why is because they're doing everything full. <clears throat> excuse me, full speed. Everybody's going full speed. Uh, that's Jacoby Stevens. That's what it is, Jacoby mm. Stevens. But they're going full speed. And when you go full speed like that, you know it gives you an opportunity if you do mess up. To, to 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 still play well enough to play your way through it. If you don't go full speed, you're not going to be able to do that. Once you put pads on, that's when the offense can really show who they are. That way the offensive line can you know, come off the ball, start rolling people up. It'll define the run game. But until they do that, you know, it's going to be hard-pressed for this offense to really get going. Hmm. Uh, it's telling you, man, under Thursday night, Steelers Thursday night, makes even more sense. What's the total now? In that game, um, thirty-four or something. Yeah, I definitely go with the under. Now yeah, I, I bumped go it up. Down. I have it at forty-one and a half, but I bumped it up. 
Oh, my God. I have that with the Washington game, 43-and-a-half under that. And then the Titans-Falcons, which I'm a little concerned about, I could only bump it up to 41-and-a-half. Washington, New all, England? All Thursday night. No, yeah. pardon me, Friday is is the Atlanta game, yes. So yeah, all Atlanta, these games Tennessee. are on a Thursday night? No, no one, of, one of them's Friday night. Atlanta, Titans Tennessee. Are on Falcons. Yeah, yeah, Titans, Falcons, Friday. But Washington wow. Patriots on Thursday night, as are the Steelers and Eagles. So I tried to bump up as high as I could. Here's another thing, too. This clock is going to run, man. You know, what do you I, mean? I, well, I, I don't know how many offenses in the NFL are going to have their third string quarterback in the fourth quarter drop back and throw the ball 15 times. You're be running the ball and just grinding oh, the clock late. Stuff anyway, like, yeah. isn't that more the nature of it as well, where you're going to work on quicker stuff, quicker hit stuff? So I look at it like Barrett for a total in basketball where, yeah, if baskets are scoring, then you, you're running contrary to a total going under, but at the same time, the clock is moving. Right, right. Right. It's not stopping because of a penalty or stopping because of a free throw or stopping because in this case of an incomplete pass. So that was just my mentality in all this. And, and your point about the Eagles and kind of breaking down where their offense is makes me feel a little bit better individually about betting against the Eagles, but also kind of just how I, I think it's going to be this first week. So yeah. many wrinkles and just kinks you have to work out where I'm not betting on that to happen. I'd rather bet on it not to happen. Yeah, I mean, especially with the quarterback situation being the way it is and also understanding that they have a lot of young guys that are expecting to step up. You know, you look at the Steelers team, they're, they're, don't, they're looking for young guys to step up. They want their old, crafty veterans to take the hold and take the field and, and be ready to play. And plus, you know, this is their second game. This is their yeah, second game. Yeah, for the Steelers, yeah, game. right, right. Their right. second game. Yeah, now we've talked about the baseball game on Thursday night, the Field of Dreams game on Fox National. Yeah. There's only two games on Thursday night for preseason, and they're all regional. There's yeah, no but, national game. But they're, oh. they're not national in the sense of it's being broadcast, but you're going to be able to find those. Right, NFL networks and stuff. But I'm Absolutely. saying there's not, you know, CBS or NBC is not taking any of those games. So that's probably – a give back to you know Fox and MLB. That's exactly what it that is. they we won't have a competing national you know national regular match. network. But look at the markets. You've got four, if not three, right? Yeah, a big market. Big, I mean, like Steelers, Patriots, Steelers, Eagles, and yeah. Washington. And it's a good Washington team. It's not a junk no. Washington team. That's all I'm saying is like you've got, and these are all baseball markets. You can make the argument that the Nats and the, and the Pirates don't care as much, but I, I don't know. Yeah. It just seems weird that they would do this on, on the Thursday night. Do it on Friday night. Go up against Atlanta and Tennessee. Right. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Barrett, are you with us tomorrow for yes. uh, the sure. There's no Eagles practice, no practice, practice tomorrow. tomorrow. Oh, okay. No. Are, are they back? No it's a walkthrough, walk and then Thursday's the game. a game, and then Friday there's no practice. No practice on Friday either. Yeah. All right, everybody, we appreciate you hanging with us. And, yeah, we'll talk a little bit more about the team and everything we can leading up to this game. We might even have to do a breakdown yeah. on Friday. Well, I was going to say that on Friday, yes. We need to bring back the Barrett breakdown. And also we might need to go out to Pittsburgh. I don't know if Batch or somebody else we can track down, but we should get the Pittsburgh. We'll get McMillan on Friday, too. Well, that's Friday. I'm talking about yeah. before the game. Oh, okay, yeah. 
like tomorrow or Thursday, we should probably get somebody from Pittsburgh on. I talked to him. He's flying to Seabatch uh, is flying to town. Max Starks is flying to town. They're covering the game. Uh, he, oh, okay. Know, Max well, be a on then. Will they be available on Thursday? We'll see. They're flying in. They, they, I think their flight lands at like 12, 1230. Right, flying geez. in from Pittsburgh. Why yeah. don't we get them on Wednesday then tomorrow before they leave? I'll call them and see. Ain't making a change. Okay. Right. <laughs> right, right. All right, everybody. Thanks again for rocking. Thanks for, back, for making and hustling back here. We'll see you all tomorrow. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.